What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the World Class Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here. With the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious new, one. New, 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 new world A.K.A. Order. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And you're in here in the Desert Storm Bunker with the Black Moses and Every Woman's Fantasy, EWF, and CGA. See God Allah and the eight-time demonetized champion. Of YouTube, we got a great show for you today. We have a suburban housewives going crazy. You, you can, you can, you, you can call me crazy. Suburban housewives going crazy. We have two tales of suburban housewives losing their absolute mind out here. Get them, daddy. All right, yes, get them, daddy style. All right, and we've been telling you about these passive aggressive suburban housewives that it ain't all cracked up. All right, what is what is it? It ain't all what it seems. All that glitters ain't gold. We're going to talk about the Millie Mouth Muskrat community as well as the George W. Bush community. But we do have straggles. We do got straggles for this show. And we're going to show you because I try to I try to do my best not to just present straggles. All right. I try to do my best not to just present straggles because straggles get views. And you'd be like, oh, look at this straggle and look at what this straggle is doing. And then there's women like, well, that ain't me. Just like men be like, hey, you, that's the pookies. It ain't me, <laughs> right? But we got straggles coming up, and we got the regular girls. What about the good girls, coach? We're going to show you the good girls. We're going to show you the good girls and the mental health med head girls, all right? We got a great show. We got straggle and Snickle Theater coming up. We do have no doom and gloom CGA, but we do have, um, we do have, um, so uh, what did they say? Uh, they said get into a relationship. They said they said you'd be happy. You said, we're going to talk about relationships. We're going to do the all men pay. We're going to show a ninja out here talking about he don't pay, but he pays. And we're also going to talk about Generation Z women out here. Yeah. Shout out to the Gen Z women out here. We're going to show you Gen Z women have flipped their lids. And the mothers of Gen Z women have flipped their lids too. Yes, indeed. We're going to show you that as well. So if you guys have, do you guys have daughters in Gen Z? Yeah, man. It's, a, it's rough out here. The mothers be sabotaging these bitches. All right. They be sabotaging the hell out of their daughters. We're going to show you a mother, a Gen X mother, sabotaging the hell out of her, of, out of her daughter. We're going to talk about that today. But do me a favor. Hit the like button as you come in. This is the greatest show on YouTube. And yes, it is. I, I can say that. But it certainly is. Maybe it's not the best show. Mm, maybe. But this is the best entertainment show on YouTube. Shout out to everybody on the West Coast. It is early in the morning, 8.15-ish. All right, everybody on the East Coast, you're about to take your lunch break, your 15-minute smoke, take your 45-minute lunch break, but we're going to get you through your work day no matter what. But to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA, on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that's pinned to the top of the live chat. On the free agent lifestyle channel, but you can also super chat on the new, 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 new notorious order. CGA channel. And we got a lot cracked up for you today. We'll go over. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we'll go into overtime, but you're also you're also getting this stream on Facebook. 
fakebook.com, the fakest place with all the virtue signaling on the world, fakebook.com. They're, they're, every time I show up over there, they're saying I've committed some sort of violation. So I don't know how long we'll be on Facebook, at least on that page. So um, everybody on Facebook, all right, be ready to move to another page because, yeah, every time I show up there, they're like community guidelines about, on what? And I don't even know on what video they're talking about. It could be a post from four years ago for all I know. All right, but um, we got that going on. We also have uh, simulcasting on the Victoria CGA channel, uh, also on Twitch and Rumble and uh, other places, I guess, and the free agent lifestyle. All right, you're dealing with the demonetization king, by the way. And let me get to the earlier contributors today's today's show. And uh, shout out to everybody that uh, hope you had a good weekend out here. Yes. Did you have a good weekend? I don't even know where my thing is. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Yeah, we back. <laughs> we back. All right, we got our brother Albert Wesker says, XXs will hire a hitman to delete with your own money. Yes, indeed. Yeah, shout out to you with your oh, own yeah. I got to move that sound bite. I got money. I got to move that sound bite. Yes, with your own money. We're going to look at that, man. Suburban Housewife, you see her? You see her on the thumbnail. All right, you should see. I went through her Instagram as well. She, she has an Instagram. And uh, she's the traditional housewife that you guys are looking for. Oh, she was also getting her cheek, cheeks clapped by her bohemian lover. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, MC Hamster says, catching up on tuition. 304s would be throttled like their discount. He says, 304s want to be throttled like their discount T-Mobile plan. Coach, you are undefeated. Take a cue from Conor McGregor and take some time to apologize to absolutely no one. Absolutely. <laughs> Run for his run says RIP to the poor man. He says at least he didn't pay. Well, he didn't die either. All right, so he's still alive. Welcome to Normieville. Shout out to our brother over there over on Normieville. He says for the classic intro. Also, keep going with the true crime series. Have you considered making a new channel just for it? Coach gang for life. I know, man. Dude, I'm going to have 50 channels on this platform at some point because I got a lot of talent and I have a lot of interests. So, uh, but yeah, man, I'm like, damn, do I do another channel? Do I throw this on another channel? But um, yeah, some, you know, I have to segregate my content because if you put it all on the same channel, I notice YouTubers make that mistake. They put all their content on one channel and um, you're, you're vulnerable, number one, because if YouTube says, oh, you're done, you're done. And number two, um, like I'll see a guy doing some type political content and then the next day he playing video games. I'm like, that probably don't go together. <laughs> All right. And like 40 people watching it when he normally gets like 10, 10, 20, 30,000 views. So, you know, sometimes you got to segregate your content. Yeah. Shout out to Harem King. He says, Hey coach, you are, he says, coach are ish tests real. How do men handle them? Yes. Shit tests are real. All right, uh, shit test are real. Number one, a woman is with you uh, for every other reason that you're not with her. So, like, you're you're with her because you might have fell in love with her, right? You love her. Um, the only reason she's with you, mo the majority of the times, is something you provide. So, she's returning, she's reciprocating many times with whatever she has. Booty, titties, peace leave, right? Time, energy, attention. So, thus... She always considers, right, there might be a better option out there. So let's see if this ninja's real. Let's see if he's the real deal. And so every now and then, she doesn't got to look at your monkey ass. And she's like, I'm going to test this ninja. I mean, they admit this stuff. They even admit it. All right, girl, you want to test out? If he really loves you, do this. They be plotting tests on your ass. Mm. 
They be plotting tests with their friends. All right, girl, you know what I'm going to do? He been acting up real. He been acting real strange. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give him the silent treatment for two days. I'm going to withhold sex for five. And I'm going to walk around with my peace leave stanking. All right. And I'm going to see if he really, if he really likes me, I'm not going to shower for a whole weekend. I'm not going to shower for four days. And I'm going to argue everything he say. That's a shit test. And women will be like, we don't shit test, but they do stuff like that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to not return his text messages immediately. I'm going to make him wait an hour. And I'm going to disappear at about 9.30 p.m. And then don't return. I'm going to just come back at, at midnight. <laughs> all right. That's a shit test. They do it all the time. They do it all the time. They just check in that heat. They just check in. They say, is, this, is he really about me? Does he really like me? All right, let me test his ass. What are we doing here? Is this all from today? Shout out to you guys. Prince not Dana, Prince Dana, will call you, says, hit me with that already. We got the train game. Train game. Train game already. Shout out to you. We got our brother uh, Gil in the building. He says, last stream on Evil Mothers was straight fire. CGA always kicking in here with straight barbecue. It's barbecue in there. Man, I'll tell you, man, that stream, I put my foot into it. My brother or sister, Chris, we're going to call you Jim Rat says, thanks for the truth. Back. For more after I throw up. Uh-oh. <laughs> what did you do? My man Fritz says, how do I get around the monthly membership? That might have been for the private stream. All right. That might have been for the private stream. So we'll, 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 we'll skip that. We'll skip that. We won't know what's going on over there. Shout out to our brother here over on PayPal. He got something to say. He's irate. Because on the member stream on Locals, all right, we, we've been having to figure out who's really on Locals for what reason. Because ninjas is bringing a money over there to go argue with this. So somebody got kicked out on locals and he's, he's, he's irate about it. He's irate about it. So I'm not going to read the entire thing, but uh, it says you got blocked over there. So he says he appreciate what you do, uh, what we do over there. So um, I'll fix it. He says been on locals for about a year. All right. So he got kicked out. He says some gump reported him and got kicked out of the live stream. <laughs> Anybody that was on the live stream remembers what happened. Shout out to everybody on Locals, man. I would advertise it more, but too many gumps coming over. Too many gumps. All right, this, they, you guys are ruining the fun. Too many red pill ragers in the building. Maryland guy says, what's up, coach? Just popping in here. Did you see where Cardi B threw the microphone at a fan? Someone's getting paid. All right, I did see that, but I haven't studied it. I haven't studied it. But uh, these people... I don't, I don't, these entertainers, female rappers, we got the sexy red on here today. I don't really think they're that talented. Shout out to Joe. He says, it's Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. That soundbite will never get old to me. He says, I, and I haven't heard that on anyone else's channel. Go CGA. And um, I think another guy, Mr. Palmer uses it as well. But we used it at about the same time. And uh, I appreciate, shout out to Mr. Palmer over there. And look, let me get to the first part of the show. We do have some brothers on Venmo. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back because I want to get to Straggle and Sniggle Theater. And I think it's going to be a good one. So let's go ahead and roll that, that intro. Here we go. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, Stragos Think of Theater, all right? Uh, let's go ahead and put that up on the board just so we can get it and know where my, my editor, by the way, my editor, we need a different way to pay you because they didn't cut your ass off over there. All right, anyway, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. 
Um, let's get to this one right here. Let me show you a video. And I didn't even set up my man. I'm already I'm already lacking. So I see what I made a mistake here. Give me a second to correct this mistake. I made a mistake here on my setup. Let me see here. All right, we'll try that. All right, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. All right, let's go ahead and go to the screen. Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we're going to The Undertaker. Yes, this is a Sniggle. And yes, he's dead. All right, so listen, hey, I don't control what they put on social media. But yes, there he is in a casket. And there, everybody, that is an open casket. But instead of pouring out a 40 for the homie, we give this ninja a blunt. Let's roll the film. All right. So you see it at the turn the music down. And yes, that is a man in a casket smoking what appears to be a black and mild or we'll just say it's a cigar for mm. entertainment purposes only. Let's ring the bell. Only in the hood. What are we doing? Yes, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you're seeing. Oh, and he has a 40 OE, it looks like. And he's going to definitely pour out the eight ball so he can get effed up. All right, so here we go right here. This Oh, I thought, well, that was Scissorp. It wasn't It wasn't OE, it was Scissorp. And so look at the little sniggle right here. Look at the kids, man. Look at the kids, bro. The kids are like, what in the hell is going on? Oh, man, dude, what are we doing, man? Our people are special. Well, that's y'all's people. That ain't mine. All right. No, hey, all skin folk ain't kin folk. All right, I got to turn the volume down right here. Let me show you right here. All right, look at this little ninja right here looking up. Look at our little brother, man. Look at, look, man. We already sabotaged. Mm. <laughs> Is that scissor? He got scissor at the funeral. Let me see right here. There it is. All right. Mm. For a trill, we're going to will. A pep, not a simp. Keep the dope fiends. How you did in a good year, blimp. We eat so many shrimp. Hey, man. Yo, we done, man. Mm. <laughs> we going to. Hey, he going to hell for sure. All right, this dude definitely in the casket right here. All right, yeah. The community, man. Hey, man, we special people. We special people. You know what I mean? We live in, we live in America. We share this place with the community, and they special. <laughs> All right, though. He says he laid out the casket. They better check. He might be even alive. He might just be on too much scissor. <laughs> What state is that? That got to be Texas, bro. That got to be Texas. That got to be Dallas, Texas, right there. All right, or Houston. <laughs> My Lord. Ay, ay, ay. All right, man. We got, God bless the straggle. Speaking of the straggle, I mean the sniggles, and speaking of the sniggles, we have this group right here of white folks, um, and you can't be mad at them right here. Take a look at what's going on here. Let me turn down the music. Here we go. All right, let me turn the music down just a little bit. Oh, oh, man. What? What? Oh, 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 what? Oh, this is crazy. Oh, what? Oh, man. Oh, gee. What? What? Oh, man. Yo, this is crazy. What? Oh, man. What? With the matching short set? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. You cannot be mad. You can't. Now, here's the deal. You can't be mad at them because they're only mimicking the behavior of what they perceive would go on at an event like this. 
and they're about they're around a bunch of straggles and sniggles. All right. And so they were like, hey, let's go in as only they go in. We want to fit in. But the funny thing is no one else around them is doing any of this stuff. That's number one. Number one. Number two, nobody's in a couple. There's no couples there. You know, black folks get together. We mostly single. All right. But what is this? <laughs> look at my man. She taking it. And look at all the straggles and sniggles standing around looking. All right. And so these white folks came to the party and they said, we're going to do as the straggles do. We're going to do as the Romans do. But the funny thing is, look, none of them are doing it. Everybody else is just standing around. <laughs> But they out here acting a monkey over here. All right. They were like, hey, look, because look, everybody's standing around looking at them. And why would I go out to a, a club event like this and nobody's dancing? Nobody's having fun. All the bitches trying to look pretty. Look, nobody's having fun. Look. All right. This dude about to rob somebody in the corner here. But take take a look. She's annoyed. She looks like she's absolutely annoyed and not by the people. This is how people go out. Hey, let's go out. We outside. We lit. And everybody just standing there. <laughs> this is why I don't go out, man, with people like this. Everybody just standing there. All right, these two at least try to have some fun. <laughs> Look at, oh, man, I got to put the music on. Look. <laughs> oh, man, hey, they lit. And they, they're not worried about looking pretty. They're not worrying about, you know, who are they going to find and Mac, who they going to run game to. The woman ain't standing around, wandering around, looking, trying to look pretty for Instagram. They got there. They said we about to go have. A, we about to go act a monkey. Hold on for a second. Let's play it from the beginning. <laughs> oh, they got that drink in them. Oh, they got that drink. <laughs> she about to fall off the stairs. Oh man, look, man. <laughs> they like, hey, we we about to be. I'm about to clap cheeks. I'm about to clap my wife's cheeks when I get back to the crib. We get back to the hotel. We having sex. I don't know what y'all doing. Spreading herpes. <laughs> NPC culture. Yeah, man, look, this is when people be like, we outside, we lit. We went to the Bahamas and look, we was having fun and they was just standing around. All right, look, nobody's doing anything. All right, everybody's dressed up, not trying to break a sweat. Look, oh man, we got to go out. You got to go out. Go out and do what? <laughs> Stand there. All right, look, they, everybody just standing there. Anyway, it was just a snapshot, a moment in time. But shout out to those white sniggles. They didn't look white either. They looked. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. And he had it on the beat, too. He was clapping them cheeks on the beat. You got to give it to him. <laughs> All right, let's go to this straggle right here. Her name is Sexy Red, and that's an oxymoron. All right, listen, this woman is anything but sexy. And uh, she's going to tell you, man, listen. She's like, hey, man, I got I wear this red wig. This woman looks like she's a walking STD, by the way, but that's alleged. All right. But she has this wig on and um, she just became famous for the song Pound Town, in which she says her peace leave is pink, but her booty hole brown, something like that. Um, This woman right here, take a look at what she does when she's tired of being that persona. Here, here we go. <laughs> Oh, 
if I I could, bruh, I could go off on this right here, this still photo right here. But um, I, I don't want to piss off the straggles. Take a look at this, gentlemen. Take a look at this right here. Oh, the humanity. What in the hell is that? What in the hell is that? Look at all of this glue. Look at her hairline. Her hairline is pushed back. Her hairline pushed back to my hairline. And they got the nerve to talk about me. Look at this. Wow. Oh, this is atrocious. Jesus. All right, let me turn it. Let me turn it down. Look at this. Oh man, this wig culture is absolutely disgraceful. It's dirty. It's non-hygienic. Look at this. Oh, I mean, she wasn't. <laughs> I don't even know what this is right there. She wasn't attractive to begin with, but I'm gonna just tell you. I guess she does look better. She does look better with the wig on, but I wouldn't want to be with her. <laughs> All right, somebody having a crying shame. Take a look. Take a look. Look at this. Oh, look at this glue. Well, look at these chemicals that putting in their hair, man. What in the hell? This is absolutely atrocious. Yikes. And then she got to cut it off. Ah, disgraceful. Them greasy ass lips. Ah, them greasy ass lips. Man, she's been smoking too much marijuana. All right, let me look at that. Look, look. Oh, Jesus. Oh, disgusting. What in the world? Dude, that culture is a disgrace. All right, that's that culture. That culture is an absolute disgrace. All right, there's nothing I can say about it. I can't let these people near me. If I see them and they're in the same shopping center as me, I got I'm leaving, man. I'm leaving. I just oh. oh, disgusting. All right. Let me see. Do I have another straggle here? I do have a straggle right here. Uh this gentleman here, there's no video, but apparently, apparently <laughs> apparently he been smoking on the dope and uh this dope fiend had to figure out um how to pass his test, his urine test. And, um, you know, some people, I've been a part of the NCAA urine tests, and uh, players have drank in bleach and tried to find ways to disguise their marijuana use. And um, come to find out, this guy right here um, has tested positive for pregnancy. Yeah, he's pregnant. Uh, tell me you use someone else's urine without telling me you've used someone else's urine. So he's he's tested positive for pregnancy. At least the marijuana is not present in his system. <laughs> the former Ohio State player DJ Cooper got a drug test by the NCAA, and they determined he's pregnant. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, man. It goes, <laughs> it goes without saying. This is some sniggle behavior right here. And take a look at the gentleman in question here. He looks like a sniggle, don't he? My brother, man, congratulations. Let's give him the prices right. Congratulations on your pregnancy, Jer. I mean, listen, not everybody can pull this off. Maybe he can get some trans rights. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> he definitely wins today. He's smoking too much dope. All right. He'd rather end up pregnant than <laughs> suspended for a couple of games by the NCAA. So uh, let's congratulate this brother, the first NCAA men's basketball player to become pregnant and compete. I'm sure he's going to have to do another drug test. The world's going crazy.
All right. But anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang. Let me catch up on some of these super chats right quick and all of that. Let me start over on Venmo. Shout out to our dark side foundation in the building. He says, CGA, yesterday I had to check my divorcee sister. She asked me for money for the 511th time. And I'm, he says, and I asked what's going on and if she budgets. She took that as disrespect and started mouthing off. He says, I shut her down immediately. I've decided to cut her ass off. And shout out to you. Now I got to cut you. Cut her ass off. All right. And so she's, she's irresponsible with money. She's obviously, you know, divorcees, man. Divorcees go broke pretty quickly. You know, the first, after five years post-marriage, it's a disaster for most women. And what she doesn't want to do is be held accountable. And so you're like, hey, let's, let's determine what your budget needs are because asking me for $100 every two weeks is getting quite annoying. And once you try to hold her accountable, she balked and didn't want to be held accountable and then proceeded to curse you out, said it was none of your business. Well, if it ain't none of my business, well, then I don't owe you any money. <laughs> yeah. I got money. Cut that ass off. Hit her ass with the Reverend X and cut that bitch off. All right, let me see if I can put the Reverend X up there. Let me see. If, oh, I'm not even on the right screen here. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Yeah, Reverend X couldn't have said it any better. Hey, guys, get in the business of cutting women off. Cut them off, man. And not just women, uh, adult kids, unruly and rebellious kids, your mama, <laughs> right? Cut them off, man. Especially if they don't want to be held accountable. Be like, look, man, that's the 50, 11 time you asked me. Cut her off. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. He says, Sean, he says, you was at one of the most legendary fights in history, Sean. He says, that was mad hype word to the gods of the earth. Yes, indeed. I was at the fight this weekend and it was a good fight. It was a good fight. Some of the undercar fights were a little underwhelming. Uh, they were supposed to be good fights. Uh, one of the fights, the I think the fight, the previous fight to that was underwhelming. It was supposed to be a better fight. He got out strategized, but, but it was a good fight. Shout out to Kevin Sullivan says, what's up coach? And the coach gang, he says, show my kids the La Llorona story. And they tried to hit me with the how dare you face. What do, what do you mean? What, what do they mean? How dare you? He says, they definitely was shuffling the whole night from it. All right. So, yeah. Did you show them, um, you showed them I, or did you show them the, um, the, the story on the news or the movie? Uh, shout out to no government name. says, I am two weeks behind on your replays. Even then, your topics continue to stay relevant. Here's some of the dollars for the junior college. Holla, 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 holla. All right, yeah. Shout out to the holla monsters out here. Let me get over to the super chats in that business because we got some sponsors. Over here, we got Derek Eaton. Says, rent due. Shout out to you. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, rent due tomorrow, y'all. Girls reaching out. Nate Bitt says, it's the first in the month. And payday on the same week. He says, throwing up the I got rent payments. Your rent's due, motherfucker. He says, up like the bat signal. First come, first serve. Hit me with the. I got money. Indeed. All right. I already had a couple of straggles done reached out. Not straggles. A couple of uh, young ladies from the junior college done reached out. Hey, we going to get together this weekend? Yeah. We're not. All right. Shout out to our brother with the co-sponsorship. He goes by the name of Johnny Law. I'm rich. 
He says, missed the live Friday stream. He says, I was busy being a dad that cares and took my son out for the day. In the best interest of the child is at the center of my 2024 dissertation. The system truly blames Jermaine. And it's all Jermaine's yep. fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. But, but we actually broke the code on what the best interest of the child is. And what we've determined is the best interest of the child is to not have that child lose breath, right? So they know women will delete their children. I proved it. Not all, but they know women will go crazy. I'm going to show you another one if they don't have their child. And that's at 50% custody. They'll delete their kid over 50% custody. Yes, they will. They'll go crazy and throw a fit in the courtroom. We have another one here today where we're going to show you. She lost her kids after a custody battle, and she's gone crazy. She's gone bonkers. So the best interest of the child means keep the child alive because they know if they take the child from the mother, which they should in many, many cases, if they take the child from the mother, the mother is prone to delete the, the kid. Okay? La Llorona. We proved it. Midwest is fine. It says, got back in touch with my pops. And he told me his side of the story of what happened after listening to you and putting together the pieces. My mom sabotaged the family out of selfishness and government checks for proving that. In fact, uh, we're going to have a documentary come out about this. All right. We're going to put a documentary out. I can't tell you the timeline, but we're going to start working on this here um, about mothers sabotaging the, the family and the children um, out of spite and vindictiveness. It's a problem. Even Tupac Shakur, even Tupac Shakur's mother did this to him. And this ninja still out here, dear mama, right? So we're going to use that case. We're going to use that story because people don't understand. The dad was trying to be active. Uh, she moved them all around. They were homeless. She was on crack, all right? Said that the ninja died. I mean, it's crazy. We need to expose this part of the system, but truly nobody cares. All right, anyway. All right, but Tupac cares if don't nobody else care. All right. All right, Cody Draper says, CGA, you're the greatest. And what are your thoughts on the false allegations and the consequences that women are facing, of that women facing justice? Uh, most of the time, they don't face the same amount of time or for the crime, right? So um, the false allegations are just going to be it. And I think inherently people know that women are the bearers of children of, of our time, right? And uh, more so than men are. More, most women procreate, most men do not. So they cannot have women rotting away in prison because that's going to prevent them from being bearers of children. This is, what, this is just the basis of how our society works. So we're less apt to put a 25-year-old woman who is a, who is a criminal in, in jail or in prison, but we'll put a 25-year-old male in there quickly. All right. Ter Teron McAdams says, Kaylee throwing that thing back. She was throwing it back, and they freaky deaky. All right. Derek Eaton says that Shaka's that's Shaka Zulu, aka Big Red. Shaka Zulu. Yuck. She's disgusting. Somebody said, do Tupac's mother ever apologize? That would be a nope. And she did, by the way. All right. Brisk Clown says, Coach, we are done. He says, got ahead. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> what? He says, got ahead of send out. Ascend it, there's a trend, I believe, called, I don't know what that means, Burjangle? Burjangle, where ninjas buy silicone feet with fake peace leaves at the bottom and the top of the foot. I don't know what this is called, but it, you, <laughs> Burjangle. 
All right. Anyway, Brow Three Rado says, "Shout out to all the ladies in a bind. Rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker." Elijah in the building with a sponsorship. I'm rich, man. Oh man, he says, "I know that coffee fund is running low." I think. Hey, listen, I appreciate you over there on the Cash App. Let me do one more. And we'll get back to the show. Shout out to Deshaun Rose. He says, this is for my bail money, coach. He says, maybe you can use it. Shout out to you. Yes, indeed. All right, just in case. Just in case. All right, the next segment is called, so they said to get into a relationship. As they say, get into a relationship, they said. It will be great, they said. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, what am I doing here? I see what I did there. All right, the joys of relationships. So we're going to go through a couple of memes here. First of all, we're going to take it to old people, all right? You know how old people are, and they say, you're going to die alone, all right? For some reason, the meme's not popping up. Um, you're going to die alone. You need someone to grow old with. Well, this is what they mean, the joys of relationships. So I don't hear the audio here, but take a look at the video. Um, there's two old, there's an old person, just for the people listening on the podcast. There's an old couple in a car, and a woman's just talking his ear off. Take a look at the guy right there. Uh, you're going to die alone, they said. You need someone to grow old with, they said. Take a look at this guy. He like, please make it in. Will somebody come take this woman from me? Take a look at this guy right here. And she going in on this ninja. He like, he got the okay honey face going on here. Oh, my God. What if you grow old and you don't have no one to grow old with and no companionship, nobody to talk to? That's normally from the woman's perspective because that's what she wants. And my mother, man, he like, man, take me now. Take me, please. Oh, my Lord, he ready to die. He like, bro, let me just. Can I have some peace? He hasn't had a day of peace in his life. They've been married for 50, 11 years, and he ain't had a day of peace. So this is how he cope. He like, Lord, can you save me, please? Look at this. Take a look at this guy, man. Take a look at the misery. He doesn't know, and he lived in an era where there wasn't a free agent lifestyle. There were like a, you know, he's a forever bachelor, but there was no free agent lifestyle for him. You had to get married. And this is his third wife, <laughs> and he can't divorce her at all. So, look, you're going to die alone. Don't you want somebody to grow old with? Nope. No, I don't. He's like, okay, my therapist told me to go to another place when she starts talking to me. <laughs> oh, shit. Ay, 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 sad existence here. All right, let's go to uh, these couple right here. And uh, people are taking this video pretty interesting. It says, when you work overtime and your wife is a morning person, when you work overtime overnights and your wife is a morning person, let's take you to it. Um, it might be a skit. But uh, let's go ahead and play it. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad you're home. Uh-oh. You think you can uh, make breakfast this morning? No, for real. Yeah. I got some stuff I need to do. <laughs> work 10 hours straight. 10 straight hours, no break. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I need you to make breakfast and then I need you to uh get her. Get her and take her work. Where are we going? Disney World? What are we, what are we doing? I mean you don't gotta go to you don't gotta go nowhere. What could we what could we possibly be doing? I just have some stuff I need to do and I've been waiting on you to get home. I'm hungry. I need you to take her. I, I, left, I left something in the car. Yep. Uh-oh. Bye-bye. You left something in the car? Yeah. All right. Well, come on back then. I'll be back. Yeah. Uh-oh. He. I think he's not coming Quickly. back. <laughs> yeah, I think he's done. And so they say, you know, get into a relationship and work it out and share the chores and all of this stuff. But some of these dynamics aren't seriously going to work. So I got a question. My man just worked 10-hour shift, according to this skit, this video. If this is real, I'm not sure. He just worked 10-hour shift. Why in the world does he come home and make her breakfast? Why, why is she up and that she hasn't made her even herself breakfast? Not that she has to make him breakfast. I mean, that would be asking for too much of the modern woman today. But why hasn't she made herself breakfast? That's number one. Number two, why in the world is she waiting for him at the door ready to jump on him? Hi, honey. Hi, good to see you. Did you work hard? Massages back. Tell him, hey, I made I made some scrambled eggs. I'm gonna take my daughter out, drop him off to daycare, whatever it is. But she's self-serving. So he walks in the door and she immediately jumps on this case. So a lot of men been dealing with this type of relationship, right? And then it ends up in arguments where she instigated it. She's obviously in this video, this skit, instigating. The, the fight and so when he leaves you just gonna leave you don't want to take care of your kids you don't want to help and as you see there this is the type of um mindset that a lot of women come in relationships with unfortunately because they don't really think and value what a man does outside the house it's always what he's doing inside the house because that's all she sees that's all she sees she's her own she's the main character in her own movie but unfortunately many relationships end up like this especially when there's kid involved yeah and there he is right there coming home with his boots. At least he has a job. All right. He's built like an office alignment. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, here we go. Let's fuck with you. It's been three, 10 hour shift. No break. Let's mess with you. I've been up ready to mess with you guys. This is even this, though this is might be a skit. Doesn't mean that this doesn't happen. Okay. Good morning. I'm glad you're home. Yeah, she, she sounds like she's really glad that he's home. She does not. She sounds like she's ready to irritate him. And unfortunately, in relationships, this is the, this is the uh, invisible ink contract that you signed. Women think that you're there to trigger, to bother, to annoy, right? That's what you're signing up for. Here we go. Let me just bother you. You think you can uh, make breakfast this morning? All right, and so expectation already, all right? If what you did at the job matters none. All right, let's put some expectations on you. I don't know why she doesn't have breakfast made. Now, no, for now, real. now, now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Take a look at the body language of this guy right here. This is a lot of what men do because you know what he's doing? He's counting in his head. I'm about to go off on this woman. I hate this woman but I'm loyal to her to a fault. I'm loyal to my kid. I want to see my kid. I'm staying for the kid. I really don't have any attraction for this person, and she's annoying. 
So instead of going off in a rage, which would give her proof of him being a loose cannon, he has to take it. This is the this is the bitch made ninja syndrome that we deal with. All right. So instead of going off and telling her and putting her in her place, I can't do that because it's emotionally abusive. It's mentally abusive. It's psychologically abusive. It's it's uh physically abusive. And so he got to eat it. You see this right here. A lot of guys are right here in this case. Right here. They're right here in this shape, shape right here. Look, look, look how much, look at, he just wants to lay down and look how much he wants to overreact, all right, to this situation and tell her, you know what I mean? You better get your ass up out of my face. That's what he wants to say and much more, okay? I got some stuff I need to do. This is work, 10 hours straight. 10 straight hours, no break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like, mm-hmm, I don't care, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, I care nothing about that. Even though it pays the bills or it pays a portion of the bills, I don't give a shit about none of that. You want me to do what? Um, I need you to make breakfast, and then I need you to, uh, get- And she don't got nothing else. I need you to make breakfast, and I need you to, uh, uh, let me figure some, uh, 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 stuff you could have done for yourself. Uh, but of course, nobody helps around the house right here. Get her. Get her and take her work. Where are we going? Disney World? What are we doing? I mean, you don't got to go. To you don't got to go nowhere. What could, we, what could we possibly be doing? And, and it's probably 7 38 in the morning. All right. What could possibly be happening right now? You don't need me to take her. You need me to take her off your hands. I just have some stuff I need to do, and I've been waiting on you to get home. Yep. I've been waiting. I've been waiting on you to get home. Uh, this type of stuff is very uh, antagonistic. It's very much of an instigating. She's instigating um, a reaction from him. And then when the reaction comes, then she can play the victim, right? And then she can say he's aggressive towards me. And it's all Jermaine Fultz. Uh-huh. It's always Jermaine Fultz. And it's, and it's passive aggressive, these attacks. So people have to understand that this is an attack. This is an attack. It's an affront. It's intentional. And it's intending. This is a shit test. It's intending for you to act a certain way. And if you don't, then you fail the shit test. And then she could continue doing it. If you put her in her place and snap at her, you failed the shit test as well. And then she can always say, hey, you go off on me. You yell at me. Most people in relationships, when the woman gets yelled at, it's because of this. It's not because she did nothing. It's mostly because she instigated it. And the CDC's domestic violence um, statistics tell us this. Tell us this. So she's definitely instigating, and a guy can't do anything about it. All right, you can't take her to court for this. You can't tell your therapist about this. Most of the time, they'll back her up. Well, do you help around the house? Do you make breakfast? You know what I mean? So for me, it's the free agent lifestyle. All right, it's the free agent lifestyle. Let's go to this one right here. Mealy Mouth Muskrat. And this meme is a short meme, but it says, girlfriend who spends hours booking the whole holiday. And you can see her here in her muskrat attire, right? Who wears their socks tucked into their, this is ridiculous. Uh, but as you can see, she has her passports. They do have stamps on the back. Congratulations. This is not an American passport. I can't really tell where it is. All right. But um, it says girlfriend who spends hours booking the entire holiday. Now, let me play it because it's short. And uh, here it is over here. She looks like she's pensive and thinking and planning. Uh, she's making sure everybody's got their tickets, making sure everybody's passports are ready, making sure the hotel is good and all that. And it says right over here, 
boyfriend who tr- just transfers the money and shows up. Okay. That's Britain. That's a United, that's a UA, U, uh, EU pass. Boyfriend who just transfers the money and shows up. Now, let's go ahead and play it again so you can see it. Girlfriend who spends hours booking the whole holiday. Boyfriend who just transfers the money and shows up. You see this? Do you see this, bro? This is... <laughs> There's so much to break down on this. Because I think she made this video. I'm just going to assume she made the video. <laughs> yep, I love to travel. So it sounds like he's paying for the trip. Let's just put this in perspective. And a lot of men believe, hey, I paid for it. I don't have to even do anything. So there's that mindset. Then the girlfriend is actually booking all of the the stuff, and she's the one scheduling everything. But it sounds like she believes that she did more. You're just showing up, and I'm doing all the work. See, this is where couples have a problem. Many times, guys don't want to be involved in the planning because it's annoying. Hey, do you want to do this? You want to go scuba diving? You want to go sailing? You want to go jump off a cliff? You want to go to the hand of God? You want to go this? You want to do that? He like, just just, just book the damn thing. I really don't care. I, I, I'm Listen, just tell me what we're doing. You want to stay at a five-star hotel or a four-star? You want to stay in town at an Airbnb or do you want to stay in the tourist trap? Oh, just, 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 just. What seat do you want? You want the seat? You want a seat in coach all the way back by the wing, or do you want a, a, a business class? Do you want an upper first class? Do you want to go back to all the way in the back? Do you want to get a Southwest? Want to get away ticket? Just, 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 just pay it. Because what happens is when the conversation is had, most times she'll give you an option, but she'll choose what she wants. If you don't let her get what she wants, she's gonna th- cry and throw a fit. All right, so let's stay where the tourists are because it's safe, more or less. Let's not get an Airbnb in town because we don't know where we're going. Well, I think we should get an Airbnb. Well, go get the Airbnb then. Go get the Airbnb. Or let's take it like this. If I booked all the stuff, I'm controlling. If I come out here and I'm saying, this is what we're doing, this is the flight, this is the itinerary, well, this is not. This is too... This is too uh, this is too uh, much an order here. We need some, We need time to be spontaneous. Why you got every day planned and booked? Have you ever done that? Where you like everything booked, you booked the trip, you booked this, and you didn't consider. You get on the airplane, oh, we not in business class? No, nah, man, we ain't the one to get away. We all the way in the back. Why we all the way in the back? Oh, my God, this is crazy. I mean, what, what is this? At least be in the middle. So you cannot please them. Thus, men know You're an unpleasable woman. Thus, just tell me what the damn money is, book everything, and I'll be along for the ride. Now, here for me is I'm living the free agent lifestyle. This is why I don't travel with women and I actually have a post. If you follow my Instagram and go to my travel stories, I have an entire post on my stories that tell you why I don't travel with women, (laughs) okay? The problem is on this one that you don't see that you don't see. She's not going to give him as much sex on that trip as you believe. That's number one. Number two, she's going to be on her period when they get to the spot. The chances of her being on her period had you stayed home would be 2%. The chances of her being on her period when you go on vacation is 50%, (laughs) right? 
So she going to catch her period as soon as you touch down and get to the hotel. Oops, I got my period. <laughs> He's sitting up <there> like <laughs> Somebody said, what's the Instagram? Well, I'm glad you asked. Do me a favor, man. The links are in the description box. Follow all of my social media. Young nigga got a fetish for success. If I ain't next and I just leave him pressure. Next to rain on the window pane, puffy plain Jane. Let him second guess me when I cop the pores with the pores of the skin. Whip the wheels at the all right, follow all my Instagram, all of my Instagram, my Facebook, Twitter. Go to the go to the description box. Everything's there. Everything's there. All right, uh, we do have one more clip here. Uh, I think that was the last clip. That is the last clip. Next part of the show is we're going to get over to Gen Z women. All right, the stuff you're going to hear from Gen Z women is uh, going to be astonishing. Wait till you hear this. We have Gen Z women claiming to be uh, involved in lazy girl jobs. We have Gen Z women claiming to have wearing to paint unapproachable makeup on their face to reject men. And we have a Gen Z daughter being paid by his gen, her Gen X mother $500 to go on a date with 100 different men. All right, that we have coming up next and much, much more. So do me a favor, hit the like button. I would appreciate you if you hit the like button. We got 700 likes. Let's get to 1,000 likes and continue on with the show. Here we go. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you know, dating a man down. who... This is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I can do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now. 5-11. Let's
All right, so we're back. We're back. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. All right, so we got uh, 100. We got 1,800 people watching on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We only have 786 likes. I hate to be that guy, but we got a commercial break. That was your opportunity to like the stream. Hit the like button. We can get a lot more people in in here, in here watching the stream. We got 279 people watching on the Notorious CGA channel, and we have many, many more on Facebook. Hit the like button. It's absolutely free. We can get another 500 people in here normally watching us. Do your part and get it back going on, all right? This is why we take the commercial breaks to give you an opportunity to hit that like button. All right, so what do we got going on here? Let me get to these Super Chats, and we'll get back to the show, all right? Turn your phone sideways. Click the like button. I know you're watching at work. And hit that like button. Where are we at here? Shout out to DG Seymour in the building with the co-sponsorship. He says, rich ninjas have bigger problems with women. He says, Robert is a Chad, former Auburn football player. He says they were living in a $2.5 million home and had a vacation home in the Bahamas. And she still wasn't happy. He says marriage almost cost this ninja Robert Shriver his life. Indeed. All right. Appreciate that, man. Listen, I appreciate that. When we get to that story, people are going to see that women are constantly in a state of unhappiness. I'm not happy. One of the codes that we've broken over here is to let men know that it matters none if the woman is happy. Okay. It is not your job to please her. This goes against all of these pseudo psychologists and therapists and counselors and bishops and reverence at the churches, it matters none if the woman's happy on this side of the uh, argument, okay? Because you can give a woman, as Chris Rock says, a diamond salami, and she'll still want something better, okay? So if you make your mission about pleasing your woman, then you're making, you're making your mission about your, your romantic relationship wrong, all right? Anyway, they're insatiable, they're insufferable, and this is not all of them. But the majority are, of them are, and they're unappreciative, and thus they have no guilt in their system. They don't have guilt. All right. The guilt is always going to be passed off as blame for somebody else. It's somebody else's fault that made them feel that way. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right. Um, shout out to everybody. We got over a thousand likes. Thrilla is in the building. I'm sorry. JBW says, Coach, did you hear about the secret Chinese lab, the bio lab discovered? Near Fresno. New, 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 new world order. He says they had different diseases, uh, lab mice, and even some STDs in their inventory, a sign of the times. New, 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 new world Yeah, order. man, luckily we are able to discover these things. But, yo, the conspiracy theorists are about 22 to 0 right now, by the way. Mm. All right. If you ever were called a conspiracy theorist, you just realize that almost everything you've said has come to pass in some form or fashion. All right, shout out to the conspiracy theorists out here. Thriller72 says, Coach, is scary how accurate you are with these things. He says, word for word, that is what she said. Can you explain why they give disingenuous uh, options? Well, because they want to give the illusion of choice. All right, um, they also, um, I, I can break down female behavior very well, but it's not just female behavior. also do male behavior as well because I'm a watcher of people. I trust instinct. I trust uh, human nature. 
But I oftentimes you only hear most of it from the female perspective. Men are very complicated. We only think about three things all day. All right. Women are also complicated because they get most of everything they say is a projection. All right. It's a projection and or it reflects them, but they pass it on to you. Who hurt you? They've been hurt. All right. Um, uh, they, they want somebody strong and independent. They, uh, I'm sorry, they're strong and independent, meaning they want someone strong and independent. Okay. But here's the thing about how they act um, with it. Have you ever noticed even women that ascend the height in business, most of the time, most of the time they want a powwow, right? They're very indecisive. Thus, they want to be sure of their decision. They want to see if they're going to make the right decision. Women that even ascend to heights of entrepreneurship always have to do it as a group. There always has to be a group project. Because group projects, you can't weigh how much people have contributed to the group. And also, it forces a person in the group. If you have a group, you can pass that buck if it doesn't go right. You can, offer, you can shift that blame. And also, you don't have to make all the decisions. So you don't have to be like a ruling. Uh, 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 women who do this are called like a bitch, all right? So they don't want to appear like that. So they'll start a business and they'll need a whole group. They'll need a powwow. They'll tell everybody what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. And they'll delay doing it, waiting for a group of people to come together, a collective to accomplish it, right? Mm. Now, a man will not do that. <laughs> you know, a man are not going to do that. A man going to make decision, 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 decision. He's going to do a whole bunch of shit in the background that nobody sees. And then by the time he pops up, Five years later, he'll crawl out of his hole and his business will be running. And everybody will be like, whoa, where'd you come from? This ninja will come out the dust <laughs> with smoke coming out of his ears. And all of a sudden, his business will be hitting. And everybody will be like, hey. <laughs> everybody will be like, hey, man, let me do this. And you should do this. They be trying to tell him what to do. And he's like, nah, man, I already know what to do. I already got it, man. Look. I just need people to do this. I need somebody to uh, fill this paperwork out. I need, and then he calling shots. So women work as a collective. Number one, they want to be able to pass the buck if it doesn't go right. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Number two, they're not that good at making decisions on their own. They need a collective. They need a group to bounce ideas off of. Uh, they're kind of unsure of themselves. All right. Number three, they kind of know what they want to do, but. They can't pull the cord. They can't pull the trigger on it. So I make sure somebody was else, somebody else was around to pull that trigger. <laughs> right. So I'm telling you, man, that's how they work. That's how they work. All right. I actually did a coaching call with a woman who wanted to start a business. And um, this was her exact same scenario. And I told her, you know, I was like, listen, you're operating this like a woman. All right. If you want to be a boss, be a boss. Because she wasn't going to get started. Until she had like a balance of power. Like she had to have like a group of five people to get her shit off. the. I was like, man, please. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I'm going to run it by my team. And I'm going to run it by. I was like, man, just go. Just do it. Just do it. And they'll wait five years trying to wait for their team to get together. It's crazy. The powwow. So and, and then ultimately in the powwow. She'll even try to pull rank in the powwow. Well, no, nah, no. Nah. I was like, you don't want brought us together, man. <laughs> now you don't want to listen. Anyway, that's how they work. Where are we at here? Uh, we got face facts says I'm back in court today. He says to fight. He says to fight the fight against this corrupt system. I refuse to be the next story of the deleted father you cover. He says won't catch me lacking. My man's fighting for custody today. Let's give him a round of applause here. 
He's one of the many fathers that are fighting for his children. And we don't, we don't support fathers having to fight for their children. We don't support that. We don't support the idea of saying you need to fight for your children. I don't support that idea because men shouldn't have to fight for their children. It should be lawful to have to not fight for their children and spend tens of thousands of dollars to fight their children to prove that you love them. So the mother kidnaps the kid and the father has to go through some tremendous fight for his kids while he wastes resources that could be applied to the kids uh, because the mother is La Llorona. All right, yes. Shout out to Rational Rationality says, effed up how the Black Ranger always had a Mastodon Zord. All right, shout out to you. JC says, no news is news to us. We be on top of it at Locals. Indeed, shout out to everybody over on Locals. Let me check the other apps just to make sure we're not falling too far behind. Um, oh, we also do say if you need to wash your hands in situations, wash your hands um, because the fight's not worth it. You can spend $20,000 and not get what you want. All right. And that's just how real it is. Hey, we got our brother, Derek. He says, coach, you're a real celebrity out here. I saw you at the fight and got a pick with you. He says, the only reason I had seats that close was because I left my bitch at home shout out to you and brother i remember you man we got that picture he says i'm a real celebrity i was down there in the front row or close to it um not in the vip but shout out to you brother he was a supporter a lot of people recognized me at the fight not a lot but enough and uh shout out to you he says i got good seats because i left my bitch at home yep she would have been there watching uh replays of um some um reality show while you watching the fight Spending all your money at the concession stand. <laughs> right? You would have spent triple. Guys, when you take women with you to stuff, you don't spend double. You spend triple to quadruple. Did you guys know that? Did you guys know that? So people think, like, you take your girlfriend. By the way, the black women at this show, with they booties out, it was crazy. All right? They had some thick monsters out there. But did you know that when you take your girl to events. This is why I came up with the free agent lifestyle. You spend way less money and you probably have a way, a better time. You probably have a better time. You spend quadruple the money that you were going to spend because you got to, you got to buy their ticket first of all. And if you want to buy the ticket and get good seats, you're at a, you're, you're at an impasse. You're like, wait a minute. Do I get good seats or do I take my girl and get worse seats? Or do I take my girl and get good seats and pay double? All right, you're going to pay way more. And uh, you could probably pay two times more. All right, not double, one, two, two or three times more because you're getting good seats and taking your girl. Then she's going to be up there complaining anyway. Why we ain't down there? Why we ain't over there? Why we didn't get VIP? Why we ain't, right? Then she's not really interested in the event. So why, why does she need to go? Then when you get there, the concessions that you normally would get for yourself, you got to get for her, but you're going to get it three times more. Right, you're gonna be like, all right, let's go get our food. Let's get a hot dog, some peanuts, and maybe a brew or a, a, a water. Right. <laughs> so that's what you would have bought when you was by yourself. You would have just got you would have you would have ate before, got ate a chili dog at home, and then got to the event and ate a, a Dodger dog. That's all you would have got, <laughs> and you would have let that Dodger dog sit. And then at home, you would have actually got home, drink a brew. Hey, got, got some peanuts at the crib. 
right? But nope, she want to go there. She want to go to get uh, a cheesesteak. She want to go get some sushi. She want to get the rib tips. She want to get the coleslaw. All right, this, that's the first trip. Then the second trip, she wanted, she hungry again. All right, she got to go get the Twizzlers and, and another drink, a high designer drink. She got to go, oh, they serve wine here too. They got wine and sushi. She going for seconds and thirds. <laughs> then she going, then after the fight, she want to go get something to eat. Everybody going over there. Let's go, let's go out to eat after the fight. No, hold up. <laughs> Yo, you done spent triple. And she's still, and she's still, uh, this is good. This game too long. <laughs> oh man, for real, bro. Hey man, you're going to spend quadruple. Stay, leave them at the crib. Now, vacation is the same way. I know you're like, well, we're sharing the hotel and the car rental and the airline, man, it's quadruple. You go to Fleming's, get a steak. You're, you're going to get truck quadruple. She's going to get two or three glasses of wine and appetizer. The, the dinner, the entree, dessert. You was only going to get an entree. You got dessert at the crib. <laughs> so, man, it's way cheaper to go by yourself. All right, way cheaper. And ain't nobody complaining in your ear talking to you. Now, what's this fighter's name? And what's his story? What's his background? Why everybody cheer for him? Shut up. <laughs> mm. All right, look. I got to do a couple. Uh, yeah, gotta do, oh, yeah, she got to wait in the bathroom line. No government name says, what's up, coach? You've been working all weekend, brother, in time to watch the fight. He says, you missed my last super chat. Wait, you missed my live chat yesterday at the JUCO, but it's all good. Yeah, on the JUCO, only look at the screen on the um, locals. And he says, uh, too many broke kids arguing with you yesterday. They'll learn. They'll learn. Yeah, that was annoying. These men are annoying. Too many broke ninjas here, man. Look. We always tell you, man, a lot of solutions to your problem is go get your money up. JC says Mike Tyson, Evander, Eminem, and CGA in the same house. He was rolling deep. Mr. Ant the Great, shout out to my coach in the coach gang. Coach, you should do a film reaction since you're doing these true crime series. I recommend doing Body Heat. This woman has a sucker lawyer. She was let clapping, deleted her, reach, her rich husband, and then set him up for the fall. Great movie, Body Heat. Great movie with old school stars, and it speaks to what you're teaching about, about these trifling. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. It's trifle. And people were like, women don't do stuff like that. Wait till we get to the main event. Wait till we get to the main event. I'm going to do three more and get it going. All right, we got our brother here, uh, Gift of Gab. He says a lot of women on dating apps require us to have passports because they want us to sponsor their trips just to see the real them come out. Time and money spent. Just to hate them later. Yes, indeed, guys. Look, just, man, look, follow, follow the free agent lifestyle. Do not take these women on trips, especially if you don't know them. There's girls where you're going. <laughs> They're already there. Isaac says, great content as usual. My ex monkey branched on her boyfriend to another guy. Women never leave a relationship with another man without another man. Yeah, he says she is now bringing the guy to the house where she lives with the kids. Um, you got to be cold-blooded on these women. You guys got to be cold-blooded on them. We showed you um, during our true crime series on locals. Women are cold. They're very, very cold. And when you're cold back to them, people are like, man, why are you so cold to these women? Man, no, you got to be cold to them. I know this is something that a lot of men aren't trained to be. 
I'm telling you, you gots to be cold on them. That's the only way they react. Do not, you can't bring your feelings to this game. Cannot. Now, I'm not saying being mean to them. Please know the difference. I'm not saying be mean to them. I'm not mean to people. But I will cold cut your ass off. <laughs> you got to be cold. They will pull out the viper on your ass. Well, let me get back to the show because y'all be putting them long ass PayPal's over there. <laughs> You're going to be long ass PayPal's. All right, come on, man. PayPal doesn't have a cap limit, so people will be over there going crazy. All right, hold on for a second. Let me get back to the show. What's this part of the show? Oh, we're at Generation Z. Gen Z girls, aren't they interesting? Yeah, they the junior college too. All right, but uh, check this out. Let's start with this story right here. Let's start with the mother, the sabotaging mom, the sabotaging mother. Check this out. Now, they have their reasons. They have their rhyming reasons. Normally, it's helter-skelter, and their plans never work out as they think. A mother of a Gen Z daughter. I paid my daughter $500 to go on 100, wait, to go out on dates with 100 different men before she gets married because I don't want her to settle. <laughs> well, let's break this down. Now, the mother is, I think this is a Mormon family, so I think this takes place in Utah or one of these Mormon countries. This mother probably was a more raised in Mormon uh, lifestyle where, you know, they didn't have that many options and they had uh, to listen to the, um, the, the book of John or whoever they were worshiping. And, um, you know, she settled. She basically saying, I settled. I didn't, I didn't explore my options. I didn't get to run around in these streets. So I want you to, before you get married and settle down, go on a, a, a dates with 100 different men. One. 100 different men. Yikes. Trying. Yo, this is what, this is what the mother's doing to the daughter. So you know what's happening. Cheeks getting clapped. Trying. You know what's happening. In these streets. The daughter's in these streets. The book of Joseph. Yes, I couldn't think of it right now. Okay, so this is the daughter. This is the daughter right here. Is Wait, that- right here. And that's you. All right, we got a muskrat. We got, you know, a, uh, not a muskrat. She more like a uh, master splinter. And uh, is this the mother or the daughter? I can't tell. That must be the daughter. The mother buys her a, makes her a cake, and that's a horrible looking cake. When your mom pays you, wait a minute. When your mom pays your sister $500 for going on 100 dates with 100 different guys before getting married. Bruh, what the hell? What are we doing right here? Trying. What are we doing? You know she got throttled. Look, they got a list. They got a list. This is the list of all the guys. This is alleged. Look at all the guys, first and last names in the building. Trying. I don't see no double ups. The burger shop. Ah, this is disgraceful. Yo. We, man, send it. Let me, let me send it real quick. All right, let me send it. So this is what we're doing to our, this is what Gen X mothers are telling their Gen Z daughters. So when you think it's just the Gen Z women um, a part of this, no, the mother is the accomplice. All right, so let me see what we got here. Let me see if we can read the story right here. Oh, by the way, massive support for this. Love it. Mom is smart. 
Here's another one. I grew up Mormon, and my Mormon mom 100% encouraged me to date around instead of having a boyfriend. And that's you. You're seeing that the mom is the accomplice. Mama didn't want her to settle. Here's another woman. Respect to mom for letting her know she always has options. And that's you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. This one says not enough money. I wouldn't do this for 500 bucks. Five dates with five different guys was enough to put me off of dating. All right. Here we go right here. $500 to deal with 100 different men is not enough. All right. So let's go ahead and break down the story here. There she is. There's the daughter. There's the daughter. Uh, from the guidance of Gen X mothers. I'm telling you, man. They are out here corrupt. And mommy's out here wanting to be out here in these streets for sure. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. Mom wants to be in these streets for sure. So let's get it. It says a content creator has revealed her mother paid her sister $500 to go on 100 date with, with uh, different men. 100 different men before she tied the knot. I'm not going to reveal their name, but frequently the, the content creator shares her hair tutorial videos on TikTok with uh, 306 thousand uh, followers it says right here but recently the hair expert from utah decided to switch it up and share something more personal revealing that her sister who she didn't name received 500 for going on 100 first dates to please her mom before she got married right here jesus in a viral clip which has amassed over 7.6 million views the woman showed her family celebrating that her sibling had finally finished going out on uh, going on all of her dates with two cakes. All right, two cakes is symbolic. Trying. Yikes. It says right here, uh, there were two cakes on the table. The first had candles forming 100, while the second one had one spelled out, yay. Okay, boy, this is a lazy-ass woman right here. She captioned the clip. All right, we already told the caption right here. Although she did not show her sister's face, or reveal her name, the content creator did show her sibling quickly scrolling through the phone to reveal the list of men of men that she dated out here. Okay. In these streets. Okay. And right there, it says right here. Uh, in the comment section, the woman revealed that it took her sister a few years. In these streets. Adding that she never paid for a single date, so she was able to pocket the entire $500. Viewers flooded the comment section and praised her mom for letting her daughter know that she had options out here. Oh, really? She had options? And that's you. Really? That should be interesting. All right, let's go down. Let's see if there's any dissent. However, other users said that $500 wasn't nearly enough to go out with that many men. And people were in lack of support, basically because of the money. All right, so take a look, guys. Take a look at where we are at. This is the picture that we want to sit on right here. <clears throat> Dad must be dead. Yeah. He says, where's the father in all of this? Well, he might be a weak father. We know that there's fathers that are present. Just because the father's present doesn't mean he's a good father. So he could be completely a walkover. He could completely checked out. He could uh, not even be attached. He, he's in the house with at least three females. Um, if you know anybody, anything about fathers that have multiple daughters and a wife, they check out, all right? They're just a pocket. They're just a wallet. So he's just checked out, and he's probably on the grind financially to support this family, and he probably already checked out. So um, two daughters, at least two daughters, and a mother, and that's what they're doing. He probably, I mean, I want no parts of this shit. If he's dead, we know why he died. 
If he's dead, we know why he died dealing with these three women. So uh, there you go right there, guys. This is a sign of the time, sign of the time. Unfortunately, they're encouraging this debauchery. And as much as we talk about the Gen Z women being at fault, what we're learning is it is the mothers encouraging this shit. Just like um, we had to have this epiphany that the strong and independence movement was Big Mama's idea, right? The Big Mama that we credit for being the stable force of the family, the Big Mama that we say, hey, Big Mama uh, was keeping the family together and she was a good wife and she dealt with cheap Naz, pop, uh, you know, Big Papa. And what we've now figured out that the mastermind behind the scenes, the stirrer of the pot, the women who told women to not put up with you goofy-ass ninjas, to not get married, to not settle down, to explore your options, to have fun, to not cook and clean. The person that put that idea and supported it the most was Big Mama. Y'all's mothers and grandmas and great-grandmas was the ones who got the American women to not put up with this shit. Don't do like I did. Girl, don't do like I did. She was the mastermind. Once we now figure that out, Big Mama not so innocent now, is she? Big Mama was out here stirring the pot, telling these girls not to do any of this shit that she had to put up with. Don't be like me, girl. Get out there. Get your freedom. Have your own money. Never depend on no man. Go out here and have all the Johnson you want. Go out here and have everybody baby. I got, see, all of y'all think all these babies is all Big Papa's baby, but it ain't. Two of these babies ain't Big Papa's because I tried to go out there. I had to sneak out. Then I come in all beat up. You don't want all that. Big Mama was the one doing it. Now we know Gen Z, you're having to, trying to explain who Gen Z women are. But what you have to understand is it's the Gen X parents, sometimes the boomer parents that, that had these babies when they were 45. 50 years old that letting these Gen X kids do whatever the hell they want. I mean, Gen Z kids do whatever the hell they want. It's the Gen X weak parents. The weakest parents in the humanity is Gen X. The weakest parents in humanity is Gen X. So Gen X parents are out here trying to live and, and live young, wild, and free like their young daughters competing with their young daughters. And thus the Gen X parents are the ones allowing the Gen Z women to come out here and run around in these streets. The first thing that Gen X parents did, I'm going to tell you what the first thing Gen X parents did. What is the first thing that Gen X parents did to allow the Gen Z women to become who they are and Gen Z young men? What is the first thing that they had to do to ensure they had the uh, ability to sabotage the Gen Z daughter and son? What was the first thing? Yeah, puss-ass parents. Yeah, Gen X. What was the first thing that they did to ensure that this would be, that this would happen? There's a lot. He said, had kids. Well, yes, they had to do that. Yes, they had to do that. First thing they had to do is see if somebody get it. You guys have good ideas. Yes, Roblox got it. They had to remove the protector. They had to get rid of the father. That's number one. Get dad out. Get the father out of the way. All right, so they had to have the father. They had to have the child. And then once they got the child, they had to either emasculate the father or get, get rid of the father. Right? They had to get rid of that person. 
And normally, behind the scenes, they're doing things simultaneously, right? They start to kind of poison the kid, misdirect it, all right, kind of doing a sabotage. They'll even have a therapist poison the kid with some mental health drugs or some shit like that, all right? I actually saw a video about this, by the way, um, yesterday of a stepmother who did that, who, who actually said, oh, your kid needs therapy, and then they put her on the mental health drugs. Kid was done. Kid was messed up after that. But they had to get the dad out of the way first, somehow. Weak him, weaken him, emasculate him, get him to check out, get him to leave, divorce him, get him out of the way first. All right, so we have a lot of broken homes here. And now look at what's, now they can do the rest of the stuff. Now they got to get, they got to get, they got to get that shit going now. But this is sabotage because unfortunately, the, the Gen Z daughters don't have fathers to lean on. Either the father's weak, okay, yellow back, jelly back, spineless, or he's gone, all right? He's gone. He's checked out. He washed hands. Or he was already like, man, F all that. Mm. So they got to get the father. Uh, actually did a speech on this at the 21 convention. Remove the protector. You got to remove the protector first. You make the government the protector. You make the therapist the protector. You make the judge the protector. You got to get those people to be the protector. Those people have way more deciding power over your child, and in particularly daughters. They have way more deciding power than the father. Right, The teachers have more deciding power. The administrators. The mother will put all of those people deciding power over the father. Yeah, But the father's there every day. The father could be there every day. But the mother's got to remove the father, remove the protector. Go check it out on 21 Conventions, um, 21 Studios. I did a whole speech on it. Remove the protector. Thus put everybody in authority over the child other than the father. Then when you do, this happens to the sons as well. Then when that's successfully done, then the woman's plan to sabotage is in full effect, okay? Mm. All right, so watch out for this one. Yep, they put big daddy government ahead. So everybody else has authority over the child but the father. All right, so anyway, this is done by design. And if anybody thinks I'm making this up and I'm making this about me, I keep showing you story after story. How much proof do you need? We got a mother out here saying, yeah, I'm going to have my daughter date 100 men. What are you doing? And then the first thing you say is, right? Um, I'm not blocking anybody. You see me talking. How can I block people and talk at the same time? All right. Here's the thing. You're seeing a, you're seeing a mother. When, when you see a story like this, the obvious question is, where's the father? That's obvious question. Well, the father's been pushed out. Okay. Because if the father says, my daughter ain't doing this shit, guess what? He's controlling. Pretty clear. All right. It's pretty clear what's going on. I'm the only one willing to call the shit out. Smutting the daughter out. <laughs> All right. All right. Here it is right here. Speaking of Gen Z, we have Gen Z's lazy girl jobs. Trend, it says right here, trend hits back at hustle culture, but critics warn outcome could be problematic. Of course. So Gen Z is out here. They don't want to do hustle culture. They're rebuking hustle culture. They don't want to work and commit. They don't want to sacrifice and risk. They just want the money now. And it says the lazy girl job trend encourages Gen Z employees to take on easy jobs with decent wages to curb stress and anxiety. Mm. Stress and anxiety. <laughs> okay. Um, there it is right there. Woosah. All right, I ain't doing no extra work. I ain't doing any of this. I'm not going to be a slave. 
But what they're going to be is a slave to Big Daddy government out here. That's what they're going to be. They're going to be a slave to Sugar Daddy. Get him, Daddy. All right, because a lot of these girls got Sugar Daddies trying to pay that rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. But as long as they're not stressed out, as long as they're not anxious, as long as they're not depressed, this is the culture that we live in. It says right here, move over bare minimum one days and quiet quitting. Make way for Gen Z's latest work trend, lazy girl jobs. What about the boys? See, the boys have to have their life together at 22 or they're a lame or they're goofy or they broke or they're a dusty. But I'm going to probably say this is more white women than black women. All right. But this is more of a white woman trend or a, you know, uh, um, a liberal white woman trend than it is probably some sisters in the hood. All right. But they ain't got no yobs either. The TikTok and uh, tech savvy generation is leaning into the latest social media trend and finding well-paying, often fully or partially remote jobs that require minimal effort to cut back on the stress and anxiety they say is harmful to mental health. Mm. Here you go. Mental health taking the forefront. Mental health is a is a psyops. Right? That's all it is. Mm. Mental health is a psyops. I listen, listen. New, 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 new world. You gotta do what you gotta do. But they're using mental health for every excuse in the book. All right. Well, I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna work hard. Uh listen. It says right here, um, I'm going out on walks, going out places, getting food, going shopping. Of course, shopping with what? Just like doing daily, day-to-day things that I need to get done. If I was working a job where I didn't have the flexibility to do that, I wouldn't be able to do that. Oh boy. Like, like, like. I like to do yoga and go out for walks and just do little random things like whatever seems fun that day. Another woman says, of course, you got to go see sugar daddy after that. I'm sure. Okay, daddy. While that might sound enticing to do yoga, grab some food, walk your dog or go shopping on the clock. Not everybody is on board with the concept. This person says, I spoke to a psychiatrist over at the Lagone medical school about this. Her argument and it makes sense to me is that boomer as boomer parents did everything they could to make their child's life perfect. They removed sources of anxiety. This is a New York business professor, Susie Welch, who recently wrote a piece discussing the trend in the Wall Street Journal. In that case, you don't have any experience with it and you fear it and you run away from it instead of doing what I did or what many people did. You sort of plow through it and think, oh, that didn't kill me. I can take anxiety. That's that. That's just part of being a grown-up, and I didn't love it, but I'll work through it. It's called paradox management. So this is, take a look. This is a good point that they're making. Um, this is why, and they're blaming the boomer parents, right? And so boomers get a lot of blame here, but Gen X as well, all right? What we've done to young children since the boomer parents that we had essentially made us latchkey kids and left us to our own devices and vices. We decided to do the opposite. Many millennial parents are in this as well. We decided to shower them with love and show them appreciation for doing absolutely nothing. Participation trophy them. We decided to helicopter them, protect them, give them helmets, not let them drink out of water faucets. All right, give them bottled waters. Be there for snacks. Take them to all their games and practices when our mothers and fathers just dropped us off as Gen X uh, uh, youngins. 
right? So we're at all the PTAs. We're overindulging in our children and we're protecting them for stresses and anxiety and stress. We're protecting them from injury. We're protecting kids who probably would have died by getting ran over by cars, all right? We're putting helmets on them. We're putting signs, little signs in the middle of the street. Don't drive too fast. Our kids don't know not to run out in the street. Right? Instead of making them do their school report, we help them do their school report. We sat there and helped them do homework. We provided them tutors. We gave them the easy way out. Oh, we don't want it. Uh, he has an ADHD. He needs extra time on his test. <laughs> All right. And so we did everything we possibly could to prevent stress. We didn't listen to the teachers. We actually went out there and we said, oh, teacher, you don't know what you're talking about. My kid's special. And then guess what? These kids grew up not understanding that most kids didn't have it this easy. Most kids didn't have this type of protection. Most kids had to work through their problems when they were very young. Most kids understood a hierarchy. Don't bully my kid. He's special. Most kids would have got bullied and knew where their rank was a long time ago. Baby on board. Don't speed by my car. Slow down. Yes, all of these things that prevented the kid from experiencing stress. So that the slightest stressor throws the kid off. The slightest stress throws the kid off. Thus, they are dealing with something they think is anxiety, creating anxiety and stress and depression. And when older parents hear this, and you're like, you're depressed about this, okay? It's, not, it's, kind, of, it's kind of foolish to us, right? There's no reason why. But the, this person, this psychiatrist is ironing it out. What's happening is she's saying we've done so much to prevent anxiety and stress that these kids are being stressed out by stuff that they probably would have worked through a long time ago. Now, there's two schools of thoughts there. Two schools of thoughts. People think that their life, when something goes wrong, they means their life is going wrong. When some people grew up and said stuff going wrong is part for the course. It's part of how life works. Most of the time, you're going to lose. Even people who win lose 90% of the time. You just don't see the losses. You only see his wins or her wins. But they're going through some losses too, and they're working through their losses. Some people can't work through their losses at all. And so all they get is losses because they compound their losses. So they lose one day, and they compound again and, through, and, and have another loss. So then they continue to be in. So woe is me, as Anton Daniels calls it, the victim Olympics. Um, you start to see people pout on the victimhood and hey, it's woe is me. I have it worse than the next person. Well, I'm going to tell you, you don't. There's people that have it far worse than you that worked through their shit and got over their shit. Then you have it. All right. So, but that's just what it is. You can't explain it to victimhood people and weak links. This also creates confusion as to who the person is. Uh, because when I was growing up, whether you believe it or not, I didn't have time to think about what gender I was. I didn't have time to think about how I phrase stuff and what to say and what not to say. I didn't have time because I was trying to overcome. All right. I was trying to get girls to like me. <laughs> I was trying to get up. I was trying to buy a car. I was trying to work through the struggle. I was trying to work through having to start over life because, you know, boomer parents, they used up all the child support. They, they wanted to get the kid out of the house at 18 and resume their lives as they had kids young. They were like, hey, I'm still, I'm 40 now. Back in the day, a boomer parent would be 40 and say, get the hell out. 
raise a whole two or three kids and be 40 or 42. Now we're 42 with two year olds. We're 42 with five year olds, <laughs> right? We ain't got no chance. So um, we had to start over life. We had to actually work through it. We had to go apply for a job at the spot. So this is what's happening. And Gen Z young girls are going to be the most corrupt. And by the way, they're going to fill up the junior college if, if in fact, you want to know what's the result of Gen Z girls. Come over to locals.com. But the simps, please stay away. If you're coming over to Cape and argue and tell me, well, y'all need to just get better with women. We ain't over here for that. They're out here getting their rent due. You guys do not see it. Your rent's due, mother. If you're not on locals, you don't see it, brothers. They over here getting insides pushed to their esophagus for rent money. So don't believe in this soft girl era. Don't believe in this lazy girl job. No, they're patching it up, supplementing their income, sucking up whatever they need to suck up and slurp. By the way, look at Houston, Texas. I talked about that story last week. Why do you think syphilis and gonorrhea are going crazy? <laughs> These girls out here making rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. They, they ain't making it on the money they making. All right, so anyway, shout out to the... Okay, daddy. Shout out to the girls here. Where we at? Last one. This tells you now, of course, the dating mindset of the Gen Z woman right here. Of course, now they're reporting this in the mainstream. Gen Z women are painting on, quote, unapproachable makeup. To reject men. <laughs> Jen Zoloft. We're using that MC Hamster. Jen Zoloft. Absolutely. Jen Zoloft. Yeah, he says depression. Frank says depression is nothing but scapegoats and excuses. Ninjas want to tell me how depressed I, they are. I'm like, bruh. Like, now, if you got in a car wreck or you lost a family member, I get it. But uh, It's real out here. Man, screw you. Do I get to be depressed? <laughs> <laughs> do I get to, do I get to just be like, man, I'm going to just sit over here. The minute I show up depressed, ninja's going to make fun of me. Oh, you got it, huh? Look at you. I ain't got no, I don't even have the luxury to be depressed. Cause once I stop, everything stops. I am the, I am the star that everybody hitches their wagon to. I make shit happen. I don't got time to stop. Here we go here. Anyway, let's get in here right here. What do we got? Generation MK PSYOPs. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely disgraceful. I think this idea, these people are disgraceful. So let's go to this video. Is this the video that tells us? No, this is not. It's not. All right. It says right here, they're taking the colorful approach to intimidate the heck out of men. What? What's wrong with these people, man? All right. Determined to dissuade lewd dudes from making unwelcome advances at bars and clubs. There you go. There's the Mac guys. There's the Mac guys. They're now looking to dissuade lewd dudes from unwelcome advances at bars and nightclubs. Fed up Gen Z bombshells are fast adopting the viral, quote, unapproachable makeup trend, adopting fierce looks. They hope will send wannabe cat daddies running for the hills. And you want me to go out and do what? <laughs> he said, it works like a charm. Oh, I would love to see the picture of this woman. 22-year-old style influencer from Philadelphia told the Post about the beauty hack 
And it only takes 10 minutes. The gutsy glam gal used dark eyeshadow, tinted bronzer, and bold lip shades to scare away lurkers. <laughs> what the These people are goofy. It was first made popular by aspiring pop singer and Los Angeles-based beauty trendsetter, Gila Baxay. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so these are the ones. This woman here. Okay, look. This is, these people, somebody said this is a cope. Yeah, this, this is definitely a cope right here. What she's, what she's doing is she's trying to find a reason to reject the, the not-so-good-looking guys and find also a reason to cope for why she's not getting picked by the high-ranking, high-tier guys. So she knows when she goes out to these places, the high-tier guys are ignoring her or she getting her insides pushed to her esophagus. She getting pumped and dumped. So now she's like, I'm going to reject these guys outright in hopes that maybe a high-tier guy will grab me up and don't care. Ay ay ay. Here it is right here. <laughs> this is the difference. Do you see much of a difference right here? I see resting bitch face on the picture on the right. But this woman is saying right here, one is a smiley, approachable look in all white. You know that she's got all white on. And now she's got the vixen look where she's supposedly unapproachable. Oh, boy. These people, they got too much time on their hands. It says, uh, this woman's hot hashtag has since inspired a barrage of other content creators and racked up over 30 million views on the app from women like her who've recreated the man-repellent art. Quote, Men are intimidated by women in darker makeup. Adding that when she's not rocking the savage look, guys harass her with stale lines like, quote, let me buy you a drink. This is why the clubs are dying. And I'm taking you home with me tonight. So she shows up there. This is, boy, I tell you. But when I wear my unapproachable makeup, they don't come up to me because the look incites the fear that they're going to get rejected. And they are, the siren assured, adding that she's been in relationship uh, for three years, but still at the bars and nightclubs. Yeah, okay. It says right here, um, there she, let's, let's play this video. This is the video of her putting, can you guys see this? This is the video of her putting on her unapproachable makeup. Ay, 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 ay. Wait till you read, I read the next quote. All right, here we go here. Damn, I don't know how long this video is. Oh, boy. There's not much this woman can do to look crazy unless she went full emo. She thinks this is making a difference. <laughs> okay, here we go right here. All right, here we go. I mean, I wish I could speed this video up. I don't even know how long it is. She yip-yapping about something. So when you go out, they just naturally think that if they come up to you and hit on you, that they're going to go home with you. Like, it's not happening. One time I was at a bar and this guy who was honestly like a whole lot older than me came up to me and he was like, oh yeah, you're definitely coming home with me. And I was like, who are you talking to right now? Gelled eyebrows are honestly so powerful. You don't even need to make them soapy. Let me know how I just started gelling my eyebrows like a month or two ago. Like, what was I doing before? Cream bronzer, it honestly just looks so much better. Cream blush, and honestly, a generous amount. Okay, now we're going to put on some concealer, and honestly, we're not... I got a question. <laughs> I got a question. You got to ask yourself, why do... He said that was me. Women, uh, ladies, are you watching this? Are there any women here? 
Ladies, press one if you're in here. I know you're watching me. There can't be 2,100 men in here. I know there's about at least 300 women watching the show today. Hit the like button. I got to ask, ladies, why do you think men like you? Why do you think men like you? This sassy bullshit is not going to get, well, and not only that, she's saying she has a boyfriend and all of this stuff. Why These people are absolutely unlikable. They're unlikable people as a person. As a person, of course, as the looks and the body, body type, yeah, men will sleep with anything. But as a person, these are some unlikable characters. All right, let me read this quote right here. It says right here, in the clip, she jokes about the abrasive effect the look has on guys. Nothing I love more than pissing men off. And nothing pisses them off more than when you look so good, they're scared to approach you. She chuckles in the tutorial. I think it's like really fun when guys at bars get rejected and then they start questioning their own masculine energy. I mean, the misandry going on. New, 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 new world order. The misandry in this world, guys. And that's you. Hey, man, so, hey, look, I've been telling you that that's what they go out to do, but y'all ninjas want me to waste time going to bars and clubs? Well, I'm too old for that, but you want me to be out here telling ninjas to go to bars and clubs. Man, I'm telling you, it's de- it's dying. It, this is making it dying. As a matter of fact, I got a short clip of a larger stream that I did related to the nightclub dying, and these are people who go to nightclubs and nightclub owners telling me it's dying, right? It's not that I say it's dying. These are the people who work in the industry. Now, are people going there? Doesn't mean because you're going there or you know people that go there doesn't mean it's not dying, right? But but the amount of people that are willing to do and go through all the hoops and hurdles to go deal with bitches with resting bitch face and standing there and primping themselves and video self video themselves and act like they're having fun. We outside that is dying. That culture is dying. Doesn't mean people don't do it. But I broke it down in the video. It should come out today or tomorrow on my Coach Greg Adams channel. But I did an entire stream on it. One of the reasons why is people are going, yeah, man, with the attitude like this, why why would I go out there? Let's get to these super chats here. Uh, Let's see here. Let's get to these super chats. The misandry is out of control. People talk about misogyny, but we call it misogyny. But the misandry, the open, outright hate of men is out of control. It's crazy. All right, shout out to Caitlin says, Coach, I can't help but think if divorce laws were in favor of men, we would probably be forced to leave them more than they do us. He says they underperform all the time, and they can't even do the simplest things, sex, silence, and violence, and sandwiches are all a man needs to be satisfied, but that will go over their heads. Well, there was another clip I was going to play today, but I didn't. I decided not to play it. I have so much content. But in the clip, the woman says in the clip, she just cannot stand to see men happy. Like it pains her. And when you think about this, this is true. If you look at the passport bro movement, if you look at the MGTOW, the free agent lifestyle, the red pill, men are often overwhelmingly saying, 
they're better off without relationships and marriage. Now, because of projection, they come in and say, no, you're not. You secretly want to be good with women. You secretly want a good woman in your life. You just can't get one. Now, we're over here proclaiming to be happy. We're over here not bothering you. In fact, if you tell a dating coach, hey, you know what? We don't want your advice anymore. It's bullshit. We don't want to get better with women because you're actually simping and we don't want to do it. So enjoy all the women we're leaving on the table. They can't stand it. They come back over here. You just, you just mad. And I'm like, but I ain't mad. <laughs> like, I'm literally telling you, I'm not mad. I'm literally saying, have all the women. No, 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 no. We just go to, we go teach you how to get women and, and run game. No, I, I don't want to run game. I don't want it. Oh, you just ain't been to the nightclubs with us. See, you've been to the nightclub by yourself. You ain't been with us. If you come with us, we'll show you how to do it. I don't want to do it. Why don't you go? You'll have all the women to yourself. You'll have all the women. We're going to leave America with our passports. You can have all the women to yourself. You can have all the straggle daggles. You just mad that I... we're not mad. We're telling you why we're not doing it. And we're telling you we have other options. <laughs> And the women, you just mad because you can't get us. Now, I'm getting somebody. I'm clearly telling you over here, I'm getting, I'm getting what I want. And I'm enjoying my peace, quiet, and freedom. I'm enjoying it. We leaving all the women to you. Ladies, we leaving all the remaining men to you. Have at it. You just mad. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> You're intimidated. So you can't get around and deal with these women and keep them in check. I don't want to keep them in check. I don't want to keep them in check. See, if you was good, you know how to keep them in check. I don't want to. <laughs> they can't take it. They'd be like, yeah, you just mad. When they got, I'm leaving all of these to y'all selves. You guys can spread all the gonorrhea if you wanted. Where are we at? Jay Cool says, coach. I am 45 minutes to the football hall of fame on my first vacation day. Any suggestions on what I should keep an eye out for? Also play the Reverend X for me. Since I have to remember, people normally do not care. Also play the Biden freshman clip. All right, but uh, you're 45 minutes from the Football Hall of Fame. All right, um, I hope you're going to the Hall of Fame game. There ain't not much to do in Ohio. All right, Ohio don't have shit going on, <laughs> right? Um, I don't, even the girls are not good. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> All right, um, I don't know. Can't in Ohio? Who playing the Jets? I think the Jets are playing. I'll play Reverend X in a minute. <laughs> what are we doing here? Mr. B says, coach, you're spot on. My philosophy is, quote, prepare the child for the rod. He says, not the rod for the child. Shout out to the coach gang. Prepare the child for the rod. I think that means right there or is that the road? I'm not sure. But yeah, man, I, I think um, practice should be harder than the games. If anybody's ever coached, that's normally what coaches try to do. You prepare the practice, you prepare the child for the real world before the real world lays the smackdown on the child. Um, and this is what's causing a little bit of depression for children over 18, under age 21 year olds, is that the parents have made life so easy that when the child enters the real world, these kids get smacked around. And they're like, what is this shit? <laughs> right? Parents taking their kids to job interviews, 
and they're ad- these are adults. These are kids that are 21 or young people. I, I hate to call them kids, but I should say children of parents. Still living at home, doing their laundry. Man, please. Please. You better teach these kids to be self-sufficient. And be like, if you don't work and you don't eat, life is going to kick you in the ass. Now, my best advice for your kids is to prepare them in the blue chip mindset. And if they don't bite, let them starve. But you should give your kid every advantage you can. All right? But they should understand that you're giving them an advantage. So that's my philosophy. That doesn't mean be easy on them. Like, that doesn't mean that they got to start over life. But give them every advantage as you possibly can so that when they get out there, they don't get smacked around as much. They can actually avoid getting smacked down. But parents who take their kids and enable them, medicate them, poison them, let them sit around and do nothing, not let them earn their keep, protect them, shelter them, that's not parenting. Because when they get out in the real world, the police, knuckleheads, haters, ninjas, unruly bitches, they're going to smack these people around. They're going to smack them around. People, employers, the government, uh, education system, the reality is it's going to be a hard knock life. Hard knock life. We got our brother here with a sponsorship. We catching up. We catching up. He says, overdue tuition, Ukrainian JUCO was lit this weekend. Ah, yay, yay. People are finding out that JUCO, man. That JUCO <laughs> is something special. All right, shout out to Omar, says the soundbite Thanos saying, uh, your politics bore me. Oh, man, shout out to Thanos. All right, great, great, great uh, content that he delivered here for us. We got Super Chats galore. What do we got here? Everett Walker says, thank you for all that you do, CGA, because of you, I recognize how much the court of public opinion is crazy, manipulative, and sympathetic tactics use so much. Yes, the court of public opinion, unfortunately, and people are realizing this, and he says, free agent lifestyle for life. Yeah. Um, the court of public opinion is where people go to virtue signal, right? And uh, they, it's, it's basically normies. Uh, people run to the normies and then they basically say, oh, here's my trope. And then they come back with said expected, expected response. Uh, nobody challenges them, right? So that's all the court of pu- public opinion is. It's mostly virtue signaling. It's nothing of benefit over there. And people run to them to seek shelter for their bad decision making, right? Tell me I made the, tell me the bad decision I made is a good decision. <laughs> that's all it is. CGA is a goat, CGA. It may be too early for this, but do you think the hypergamous nature of women is the price for the massive speed of evolution, innovation the human race has seen in just the past 100 years? Yes. I believe hypergamy is not as bad as we believe it to be. Same as feminism. Feminism is, you know, feminism is, it sucks. It changed the world, but it freed men. Same thing as hypergamy. Hypergamy has forced men to be more innovative, uh, creative, and actually, um, you know, make men be able to achieve more to get what they believe is more. Without hypergamy um, in women, men would probably do nothing. In my opinion, most men would do nothing. See the black community. The black community is a classic. Is by guys, you can take the black community 
as you call it, the community here. They are a microcosm of the greater society. You can just study them because they tend to be segregated from the rest of the real world, if you will, right? Whatever happens in their world, they think that's happening everywhere. And it's, 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 fu- it's funny to me. They have their own world down there. Yeah, they. So what they do there, and it doesn't matter what city they're in, they're in their own little world. They have their own culture, their own music. They have their own shit going on, despite the fact that the rest of the world is running laps around them. But it's a microcosm of the greater society. Thus, what's happening is hypergamy is on steroids. Uh, The Pookie and Ray Ray, the race for the man that has the most at the present time, is winning. Thus, it forces more men to be innovative. Like, how do I get the women, right? How do I get the best women in my little neck of the woods? Well, what do I have to do? I have to be clever with wordplay. I have to be crafty. So if you just take the last 50 years, the crafty, crazy shit that men have come up with to be able to um, be innovative has been crazy. Like, ninjas don't have no drums. They will put cans and sticks and, 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 and they, they will put a whole drum set together with no drums. Somebody says, are you black? Nope. Do I look black? I'm not black. <laughs> Do I look black? Look at my skin. My skin is chocolate. It's clearly brown. <laughs> All, right, <ninja. laughs> All right, anyway. But anyway, my shirt is black, but my skin is brown. <laughs> anyway, let's get to it. But here's the thing. What, what people have done, they got whole uh, uh, turntables. They put turntables together and wires and plugs, and the dude got on his headset like, chicka, 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 chicka. Why do you think he did that? Why do you think he did that? <laughs> All right, they got up there and rapped and put words together and phrases, hoping that he could elevate himself in society. He created styles of dresses, how you dress, your swag, putting this together and that. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, this person has done so much. Innovate them. Uh, they, they've taken old cars and put rims on them, lowered them, raised them, hydraulics, up front, back, side to side, pancake. And what happens is those things start there and then they seep out into the general population. So this crafty behavior, this innovator, they've taken paint jobs, made them candy paint. I mean, the paint jobs that people come up with, they, they develop art, whatever they need to do to become competitive. In the most of it, the romantic marketplace, they just innovate, innovate, innovate. I got I to gotta be better. I got to look better. I got to walk better. I got to be able to talk better. It's a constant state of innovation. And what it does is it helps the society. It creates a, it creates a revenue stream for a group of people that pre- previously was not there. That's mostly because of hypergamy. That's mostly because women are hypergamous. How do I get the attention of these women? These women are tough to deal with. How do I get the attention? Well, I'm a lame. Okay, but I'm a rap. Some of these rappers are lames. Some of these rappers started off as lames, right? I'm going to act. I'm going to do this. Right? I'm going to be good with my hands. I'm going to know how to fix something. How do I get ahead in order to get money to be able to compete for the top tier women? Okay. Yeah, hair waves. Let me, let me figure out how to put waves in my hair. 
<laughs> I'm just telling you, man. Yep, booming systems. Subwoofers. Amps. And this happens uh, across the board for, for men in general. So innovation is often the result of hypergamy. And we know that black women only sleep with 20% of the available men. This is pretty much what's been happening. So they only sleep with a certain small percentage of men. And they pass the gonorrhea around and syphilis around like crazy. So what happens is these men are saying, I'm out of the market. How do I get in? I got to find a way to innovate. Yeah. Without that, what would guys do? If men were rewarded for doing nothing, uh, in essence, or being nothing, nothing would get done. Really. I mean, you got to think about that. Nothing would get done. If men could just sit around having sex, nothing would get done. You can see this in more uh, other underdeveloped countries. All right, that doesn't give men an incentive to have any drive or uh, push. Anyway. <laughs> People still mad. Pro-black still mad that I said what I said. But I, this is not new. If you did not read my book, if you're, you're understanding, if what I said offended you, you haven't read my book. I discussed this specifically in my book, and I've had the same philosophy for over a decade. I don't group think, so don't put me in a box. I have a whole chapter. I think it's chapter three in the Free Agent Lifestyle. It, don't box yourself in. So if you say, are you this? I say, I'm me. First and foremost, I'm me. Second, I'm a father. Third, I selected the gender that is male. I'm a man. After all this shit, do not put me in no religious category. Do not put me in no racial category. You can say I belong. But what you're trying to do is put me in groupthink, and I refuse to do it. So I'm not a part of a collective. I'm me. Then my mother gave me a government name, which is my government name. But my government name is not me. That's the name that, my, that, the, that the government identifies me as. So you're not even your name. Your name was given to you. People say your gender was given to you. Whatever. I'm a man. I can feel. I know I'm a man. But who I am is me. That's who I am. The rest of that bullshit don't matter. Because if, you, if you're constantly trying to whittle down who you are by identifying who you are by groups of characteristics, you're missing out on life. Do not do it. And this is in my book, chapter three. I know it pisses people off. This is not new mindset. I wrote it. Don't box yourself in. Read the book before you get pissed off. And if you're just pissed off, well, stay pissed off. All right? Ninjas want to be like, I'm a Christian, and I'm black, and I belong to Jackson, Mississippi, and I blah, blah, I'm not on this fraternity, and I went to this school. Man, you know, completely box yourself in. <laughs> You know, box yourself into a whole box over here. Now you can't even be you. I'm me, Rob Van Dam. All right. Anyway, I'm me first. Deal with that shit. And if you can't deal with that shit, you certainly can't deal with the rest of the shit I identify with. Anyway, you ain't ready for this, are you? You ain't ready for this. Uh, by the way, most of the things you identify with were given to you. It don't even mean none, anything. What is black? Nobody even knows. As a matter of fact, black used to be a negative connotation. It, it was not positive. So if somebody called it to you, you definitely didn't want to be it. But now y'all asses want to be it and volunteer it because somebody told you you were. Who told you you were? Ask yourself that. 
I told you you were. Yo, Masters told you who you were. Anyway, or Jesse Jackson or one of these goofy-ass people. So listen, don't try to put me in no group collective. CGA is CGA. And I named myself CGA, so I'm me. All right, not many people can say that. All right, so anyway, where are we at here? Let's get into this. I'm here to make you think. Where are we at here? We got, uh, who's going to tell them? Who's going to tell them? Do me a favor, hit this like button because I'm hitting y'all over the head with this excellent content as only I can deliver. I'm here to free you men. Who's going to tell them? Men say I don't pay. Men say I don't pay. But I'm going to play this clip and we're going to break it down. Does this guy really pay? Let's get to it right here. The romantic lovers. Here it is right here. There's a guy. Let's go ahead and play it from the Desirable Truth podcast. The only time she would pay for a date would be. Okay, let me let me go back just in case I missed anything here. Okay. In percent. The only time she would pay for a date would be like a significant event, like a birthday, an anniversary, or a no, you know, just special or occasion. a big event in my life when it comes to my career. You guys live together now? No. No, we just we're pretty much always together though. So, when you do eventually move in, are you gonna go 50-50? She already made it clear. The man gotta pay the house. So you know, at the end of the day. I got to support, you know, from a household standpoint. So you want him to pay all the bills? That's how I grew up. So if he's going to do that, does he get it whenever he wants it from you? Yeah, or whenever I want it. Okay. So what do you bring to the table, essentially? Me. Just me. <laughs> what she you say? No, I bring a lot to the table. He knows that. Like, I'm not like a bum. I have my own career. I do make my own money, but I do expect him to take care of me. You want to have kids? If there was a problem, like he became broke tomorrow, I can take care of us. Yes, I have a 12-year-old now. How do you approach this relationship knowing that she already had a child? When we first started dating, she, she made it clear. So I knew if I wanted to take things further, I would have to accept that and most importantly be able to take ownership of that in the future if I want to move forward with the relationship. So... I took the sacrifice as well as we talked about it. Well, there's some flatbacks right there. Um, who's going to tell them? Is anybody going to tell them? See, this is where I'm wondering why, you know, I might be ahead of my time here. I might be ahead of my time. Man. 30 years from now, somebody's going to discover all my content and say, this guy had it. This guy nailed it. So when I say all men pay, I say all men pay. So just because you say, well, I'm in love, doesn't mean you're paying. Just because you say, well, I got a girl and she's mine. I got a girl who's mine, all mine. I got a girl in my life. What about love, coach? What about romance? What about kids? What about this? And I say, you still a gump. You still paying. I don't pay. I don't pay at all. I don't have to pay for women to be with men. I say, oh, yes, you do. You paying a lot. You paying the ultimate price. Let's talk about it. Money, energy, attention, and time. A friend coy. A phrase coined or an acronym coined by CGA, yours truly. All right, money, energy, attention, and time. Let's see, money. We got that off the table. She made it clear. We're going to break the video down. Down, energy. All right, you're spending all of your energy on this woman and another man's kid. Attention. you paying a lot of attention with her. you running around here with pride, beaming with pride that this woman with the big titties in her bra is with you. You think you got a dime. Time. You're spending a hell of a lot of time, not only on yourself, but... Also on other people. 
meaning um, another man's child, okay, and you're not living together. She's just, you're just paying her rent. He, he's admitting to this. And he's going to say, coach, I don't pay. <laughs> Let's break this shit down right here, man. Listen, I'm, I'm here to wake you guys up. Percent. The only time she would pay for a date would be like a significant event. Like All right, so they got it down. The only time she would pay for a date is a special occasion. Okay, let's continue. A birthday, an anniversary, or a, no, you know, just special or a big event in my life. Oh, uh, no anniversaries, no special occasions. She was like, no, no. So again, I don't pay. Coach, I don't pay. Oh, obviously you do. And he thinks this is what a real relationship is because this is what we're told. Unfortunately, women are different than uh, they were when they were under this guideline. Now, today, they're for themselves. Now, today, they're free. Now, today, they don't bring much to the table. Um, I can do my own laundry. I can press the button on the machine just as well as them, and I can fold it up. I can clean the house. I mean, the things that they were bringing as bargaining chips are no longer bargaining chips. All right, so let's continue. Life when it comes to my career. You guys live together now? No. No, we just... We're pretty much always together, though. Yeah, we're pretty much always together. What does that mean? Time. Time. We're pretty much always together. Every day. Time. Now, when I'm with a girl, I'm using the time efficiently. And sometimes I'm using the money effectively. Thus, he is not. He's wasting time. He's spending time. Spend time. That's pain. You spend time. Time. People trade money. People trade time for money. When they say, how much do you get paid per hour? That's spending time to get money as an exchange. He's spending time to get whatever else he's getting in exchange. Spend time. Let's continue here. Um, but he says he doesn't pay. Let's continue. Okay. So when you do eventually move in, are you going to go 50-50? No. no, she was quick. 50-50, absolutely not. All right, and so before he can answer, she's answering. Absolutely not. That's not a, what I require. That's no different than the escort saying, this is what I require, $1,000 for the night. Um, a girl off uh, uh, from the junior college, 250 500 for the night or for the hour, whatever you want to do. She's saying, no, I got too good of a deal. He's a believer. I'm taking this deal. He listens to me. No 50-50. All right, let's continue. She already made it clear. The man. She already made it clear. Got to pay the house. The man got to pay the house. She already made it clear. The man had to pay the house. That sounds like she's negotiated rate but I don't pay. She already made it clear the man, why? Because to associate with her, in order to get the value from her, she made it clear. She put payment on the board. All right, let's continue. So, you know, at the end of the day, I got support, you know, from a household standpoint. I got to support from a household standpoint. All right, Um, nothing wrong with this. Hey guys, there's nothing wrong with this, but I'm going to just tell you. So you want him to pay all the bills? That's how I grew up. So her rationale for why he must pay is that's how I grew up. That's how I grew up. But was your mother a whore in the streets? Was your mother out here getting throttled? Was your mother a stepmother? In these streets. What, what, what was your mother to your father? That's my question. Was your mother a stepmother? I'm not sorry. Was your mother a, a single mother? And he was the stepfather. Is that how you grew up? Nope. Probably not, but I cannot put it past you. That's how I grew up. That's her rationale. Well, because I grew up this way. Well, I grew up, I grew up poor. Should I expect to be poor? Okay, let's continue. Uh, she got more. So if he's going to do that, does he get it whenever he wants it from you? Yeah. 
So now that he's paying, now that he's paying for it, does he get it on command? She starts shuffling. Mm-mm, and she had to look up. Anytime a woman looks at another person when the question's asked, now she's not sure of herself. She was plenty sure when she was answering what, how I grew up and who needs to pay. She was very sure of herself. Now she's not sure. Oh, what does he think now? Now she's like, don't give him any ideas. What do you mean? What do you mean give it up? Just because he's paying doesn't mean he's entitled. I'm sorry. Yeah, or whenever I want it. Or, or wherever I want it. See, here's the problem now. Here's the problem. This is the problem. In this type of relationship, if she says whatever she wants it, why isn't she paying? What is she paying with? We already determined. Men don't get much out of relationships. Even the guys that say, well, I got my girl in check and I got a good relationship. You're not getting much. What you're getting is the pride of having a good woman. You're getting a pride of having a cooperative woman. Many guys aren't getting much in return. Well, she's working for me. That's, that's not much in return. You can get any woman to work for you, right? Just because what that is is pride. Look at I got my girl working for That's called pride, all right? That, that's not much in return. You got pride. Some men don't have pride in that. Some men don't find that valuable, all right? But, but when the tables turned in the exchange of sex, women are saying, when it comes to sex, I still need you to pay in one way. Money, energy, attention, or time. Pick one. So whenever she wants it, she's not putting up money. She's just saying, well, I want it, and it's a fair exchange, but it's not. Okay? And she's going to back that up by what she says next. Okay? Here we go right here. Okay. So what do you bring to the table, essentially? Me. There it is. There it is. So even though sex is an equal exchange, I believe it should be an equal exchange. But in our world, it's just not viewed that way. Thus, men have to find ways to pay money, energy, attention, or time. Now, she said, whenever I want it, what does he bring? He's bringing in more than you because he's paying for all this shit. And not only that, he's also piping you down. So you're there for that, apparently. So you're getting a sexual exchange, but you're only bringing yourself and he's bringing everything else. Now, make it make sense. But ninjas will argue me up and down. I don't pay. You're clearly paying for her to enjoy the sex, <laughs> right? Wow. All right, so me. All right, what else? She's, she's bringing way more than that to the table, by the way. Just me. <laughs> what she say? Just me. Just me. No, I bring a lot to the table. He knows that. Like, I'm not like a bum. What is it then? He asked you already. What do you bring? You couldn't answer it. I'm not like a bum. What do you bring? Well, he knows. No, what? I have my own career. I do make my own money, but I do expect him to take care of me. Yep. So I got my own money. See, here's the thing. This is a great video so I can explain to young people. See, what's yours is hers, but what's hers is hers. Whatever you give woman is a gift. Whatever she gives you is a loan. So as long as you're with her, she'll loan you her. But everything you give to her is a gift to access her. Now, what's yours is hers. He, you make it, but we spend it on us. But I have a career and a job. I spend none of that. You don't get none of that. I got my own over here. This is mine. 
And people think we're making the shit up over here, but thank you for this uh, video right here. What, what else we got? You want to have kids? If there was a problem, like he became broke tomorrow, I could take care of it. All right. So if he became broke tomorrow, I could take care of it. Nope. She would not. We know soon as he became broke, within three months, she'd have him replaced. Anybody picking up what I'm laying down today, man? Come on. Come on. Here we go. And look at his goofy ass. I got a girl, though. At least I got a girl. Yeah, you're overpaying. You're overpaying. You're ruining the marketplace. But go ahead. <laughs> All right. You're undercutting everybody. Yes, I have a 12-year-old now. Okay. How do you approach this relationship knowing that she already had a child? When we first started dating, she, she made it clear. <laughs> yeah. Again, he's following her. She made it clear. She already made it clear. Well, when I got with her, she has a 12-year-old child by another man. 12-year-old. And she made it clear. So he just there. Uh, he just a wallet. So I knew if I wanted to take things further, I would have to accept that and most importantly be able to take ownership of that in the future if I want yeah. to move forward. with the Take ownership of the... What? Man, men are lost. We are the lost animals of the world. We take care of other men's kids. Now, listen, if you volunteer for that shit, congratulations. But it's not what you're supposed to do. He says take ownership of her mistake. Mm. Woo! He's just saying program answer. This is program responses. That he believed. Listen, a lot of men are here. I mean, a lot of us were here. But you cannot tell me he ain't paying. He paying the ultimate price. Relationship, so... I took the sacrifice as well as we talked about it. I took the sacrifice. Will you listen? I took the sacrifice. What does sacrifice mean? That means you paid. You paid with the risk. You paid with your life. You paid with your reputation. You paid with your money. Sacrifice. Is that not paying? When somebody says, I sacrificed my life, the Lord Jesus Savior, the Lord Savior, Jesus Christ, I sacrificed my life. That's the ultimate way to pay. And he's using phrases, but still saying he's in love. And that love had nothing to do with anything I saw in that clip. I only saw transaction, transaction, transaction. Where was the love in that clip? Was, was one love, was love mentioned one time in that clip? Not once. All I heard was. I'm rich, Come on. Who's going to tell him? <laughs> right. Let's go to the next one here. Oh, uh, man. Y'all going to learn today. Y'all going to learn. This is from the best edutainment here on YouTube. All right. Here it is right here. To sacrifice, to forego that which is good for oneself, to do something that is good for someone else. Sacrifice. To forego what is good for your one own self and to do for what's good for someone else. Here's another guy right here. Who's going to tell him? This is a friend zone guy. Let's pay attention to this video. Met this girl at the airport and we both happened to be on the same flight to New York City. So I Apologies for the music, but this is the guy right here. This is the guy we're going to talk about right here. Um, Asian Chad <laughs> Wong, who met a Millie Mouth Muskrat. 
And um, he's going to talk about all the hoops and hurdles. Sorry about the music that he's going to go through. And she's going to set his ass straight. So here we go right here. Uh, Millie Mouth. Millie is pulling off her T-shirt. Let's continue. Why is he putting that on this girl at the there it is. The airport, and we both happened to be on the same flight to New York City. So I asked her to hang out. I have no idea why I decided to dress up like a freaking rice farmer. We got along at dinner, so I invited her onto a rooftop in New York City, which ended up leading into one of the most awkward moments of my life. Why did you decide to go on this date? A date? <sighs> Who gonna tell him, y'all? Who gonna tell him? He met this girl. He picked her up. He came with the nice guy approach. She took it. She's bored. She realized this gump was going to expose her to a whole bunch of shit and not ask for the punani. He was going to slow pimp his way to the punani. She knows this. So she's taking advantage of the guy. I often find it odd that when women take advantage of men, there's no harm, no foul. Well, he should have known. When men take advantage of women, sometimes you get arrested. All right? You can get arrested. So she says, date? Oh, this is a date? Really? Oh, interesting. What that mean? Date? <laughs> All right, let's continue here. I'll roll it back. Is it a date? Yeah. Now she set him straight. Only after he didn't got an erection, blue balls, after he didn't pay $300, $400, after he done flown her in, is this a date? See, this is why I tell you you got to be down and cold on them. You got to tell them what it is. If they don't want it, tell them to kick rocks. And look how she looking now. Oh, this is a date? And then she asked him, is this a date? What that mean? Yeah. <laughs> now, it doesn't end there. I got to roll it back just so y'all can see it, man. Men are lost. Men are lost. Let's continue. We got along at dinner, so I invited her onto a rooftop in New York City, which ended up leading into one of the most awkward moments of my life. Why did you decide to go on this date? A date? Is it a date? I can't illustrate how much I wanted to yeet myself off that rooftop, but I'm very glad I didn't. I mean, hang out. <laughs> yeah, and so this is Gen Z in a nutshell. Oh, I mean, hang out. He wanted to yeet himself off of there. Yeah, he won't go in and yeet himself off when she leaves as well. So this is why men are depressed today. Because they can't really get to the women the way they want to get to the women. Men, don't tell me she ain't getting throttled by another man. She getting plenty of throttle. She getting plenty of pipe laid on her. All right? But in his world, he can't. He just trying to get one. And he's trying a nice way, nicest way to a piece of punani. Piece of peace leave. All right, that's all. All right, but let's continue. Because you're fun and interesting, I wanted to know more about you. Yep, you're fun and interesting, and I wanted to know more. Over $300, rooftop bar, meals, appetizers, drinks, uh, fun times, of course. Mona and I decided to hang out the next day. I had this entire itinerary planned out of all these iconic things to see in New York City. And we only did one thing. We ended up being goofballs jumping around the Brooklyn Bridge for hours. We had a small dance competition at the Brooklyn Bridge. Now, she filed for this. This is where I say, ladies, wake up. She foul. So he's a, just a young guy with not a lot of money, so he's got to win her over with love and romance and time. This is what happens when broke ninjas try to try to win over women. He's got to spend time. He don't have money to spend and get right to the point. So they're out here flocking around half naked. She's jumping on his back with her titties smushed against her his back. You know, he, he relishing it. He like, I want to see these the titties, right? So he want to feel him. He want to grope him, but he ain't going to be able to do it. So he's got to spend hours on the Brooklyn Bridge. Hours. Mm. Guys, hours. 
while this woman is playing with his mind. Well, you're fun. She's using him. All right, listen. If women think this is not the case, she's using him because she knows that he wants a relationship. He wants her. And she's like, well, I don't want nothing like that, but we can still have fun and be friends. Well, listen, that's disingenuous. Let's continue. Let's see what a titty smushed on his back. So this is what he wants right there. Boom. All right. That's what he wants to feel right there. And he's get to, you know, grab her ankles or her hamstring or her booty. All right. This is very juvenile and very 13-year-old shit here, but adults are doing 13-year-old shit. Here we go. At the Brooklyn Bridge. I tried the WAP dance. Oh, man. Yikes. So what is this? He's humiliating himself. This is a sacrifice. He's humiliating himself just to get to this girl. Oh, man. Hanging out with Mona was super cool because I haven't had anyone match my energy like that in a long time. By the end of the day, our time was up and she had to fly back to Berlin. No problem. Such a gentleman. I'm the wrong car? It's actually been seven months since we met. I know. My hair's a little different now. She's still in Germany. I'm in Asia flying to the Philippines tomorrow. All of you guys have been asking for updates. We're still friends. FaceTime every now and then. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. You know, look. Look. Friend zone ass ninja. For Master Splinter. Oh, man, bro. <laughs> oh, God. My man is out here, brother. And you know what she doing? It. Where, where did she go? Australia? I can't remember where she went. Australia or he went to Asia. I can't remember where he said she was from. Um, Yeah, she getting throttled in. Yeah, that brother's starving. He's starving. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now, and then, to be honest, I'm just really proud I had the courage to go up to a random person at the airport because I genuinely met someone that I get along with. He done shook her hand, fam. Oh, I guess this is the random meet right here. Someone. I got her number. I got her. That I get along with. That's really cool. Gentlemen, please tell me y'all not out here doing this. Please tell me. Now, you don't have to be in a spirit of fornication. But y'all could do some way more important shit than this. Please use your time wisely. All right, we got housewives coming up, suburban housewives coming up. Do me a favor, hit that like button and uh, all of that. Enjoy the money mindset. Links in the description box. All right, let's get to these super chats. Uh, beta male police is back in the building. He says he's paying more for one chick, which is worse for one chick that he didn't already smashed out. <laughs> he didn't already smashed out one measly chick. Now I would spread my stuff around. You know what I mean? I spread my stuff around. I spread the love. Let's get to the PayPal's Venmo's and super chats back in here. We got uh, DJ says mom put her daughter in the streets in the story. She put her in the streets. Yep. Big Chip says my sister 40 and wants a test tube baby. Help me, please. Yeah, send it. That's all I can do. That's all I can do. Uh, what do we got here? Big Chip. Shout out to Enigma says 100 dates for $500. Sounds like some Juco training. And she also monetized her daughter. All right, good luck out there, fellas. Good luck out there. We got Deadly Edley in the building. In the building, he says, nightclub business model equals treat majority 
of paying men like Ish and don't help them get laid. No wonder clubs are dying. All right, yeah. And shout out to the guys that still go to clubs that going to argue me. Well, no, 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 they still there. Well, no, you still there. Shout out to Dart Moore, says, Coach, I spent, I sometimes spend time in women's spaces, and they're also pushing no children, no marriage. It's be, he says, I'm becoming more convinced that women have never liked men as long as there is a stable economy and no war, they see no need for men. And so this is kind of where we are in America. This is kind of like the, the gift and the curse. We have a stable society, thus there's no need for men. Uh, going back to the 1950s, women still needed men in a sense to survive, right? And now going forward, women have the illusion of freedom, which, or the illusion of independence, which men don't ever say they're independent, right? We're always dependent on something. Even if you're self-employed or have a business, if you're a business owner as a male or a female, you're dependent on customers. You're dependent on the economy. As a self-employed person, you're dependent on clientele. If you're a street pharmacist, you need clientele. You're dependent. So we never fall for this independent trap. It is women who somewhat work middle, middle to average jobs saying they're independent. Mostly dependent on child support, uh, alimony, divorce laws, government, social services. And then they're saying they're independent. So thus, they do have a dependency. It's just you can't figure out what it is. Student loans. The reason why I don't want the student loan payback system to work is because a lot of these women have admitted to finessing the student loan system to get over, right? So they've either deferred their student loans, going back to school to get useless degrees or forbeared it by returning back to school. They took education programs as a mean to kick the can down the road. Some of them have used that student loan money to pay for purses and vacations and shit like that. We know they went to Cabo on their student loan money or their Pell Grant. We know they did this. Most of them didn't even get the degree after they got their student loan. Many of them went to grad school only because they have nowhere else to go to get a bachelor's, I mean, a master's of arts degree. All right, or they continued to go to school um, in order to get another certification or another degree to, to level up to $12,000 a year of income. Never paying off that student loan debt at all, but continue to buy houses and cars, Nissan Altimas, hair, wigs, nails, gels, um, all of that shit. Anyway, and then ridiculously taking out $100,000 plus of student loans, which to me is odd because nobody would ever even let you take out a mortgage if you didn't have the credit or the work experience. But so it's, in, it's, it's ridiculous. Not only that, if you're independent but have student loan debt, you're not independent at all, right? You're very dependent Must means that you must work to pay off that debt. You're indentured. You're not chattel slaves, but you're indentured slaves. Thus, you're not independent. But that's neither here nor there. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. Anyway, shout out to Wayne Wonder. He says, coach, I know you've seen the video of the Macedon cursing dudes out on the airplane. I mean, there's many of these. Which one? He says, man, is getting out of control, but I'm a mind my business, though. If I was a dude, I would have gave her the Reverend X. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. 
Um, yeah, the affirmative action is another indicator of n lack of independence. So it's somewhat goofy to me to hear mostly any American say they're independent. I don't even believe I'm independent at all. And I admit it, and there's no fault in that. Kayla says in a relationship, sex on a woman's term is irrelevant because she could initiate sex with her man and they'll likely have it. The question is, when the man initiates sex, will they actually have it? Men won't turn out sex the way a woman will. And this is normally true. In fact, if you do, they'll belittle you and berate you, right? Or shame you or say you're gay or you can't get it up or you don't know how to do it. We're going to talk about that. But if you told a woman she turns down some sex for you or initiation, you're either going to be a predator or prey all up in her business, um, hounding her. She'll say, this is my body. It's mine, 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 mine. All right. You don't get it. You're not entitled to it just because I live with you and mooch off of you. Mine. You know, children with breasts. Shout out to DJ says, what do we got here? He says, they fought to work. Now they don't want to work. Yes. Well, actually warned you that Gen Z was going to turn the table on feminism. Yeah. Um, Tolu, shout out to you. MC Hamster says, reminder, women don't play video games because they play games with men. Generation Zoloft loves their zaddy, though. They do, they do love zaddy. Get him, daddy. Well, they love themselves, but yeah. Uh, by the way, I think uh, for people that want marital advice, if women are going to leverage sex in a marriage, I think you're committing a crime. Listen, you don't have to do it, but you don't have to be married either. <laughs> I mean. If you're going to be in a monogamous relationship, monogamy, monogamy requires that the husband have a sexual partner or else he's autonomous, right? He's in an autonomous relationship, meaning not, not an autonomous relationship, meaning he calls a shot. He's like autoerotic relationship, meaning he pleasures himself in his marriage more than he gets pleasures from his wife. Now, if you don't want that, fine with me, but I think it's quite immature of women to leverage sex when the man has made the ultimate sacrifice. Now, if you think that a man shouldn't be required of this after he married you, I think you're an idiot for being married. You're an idiot. He's asexual. Thank you. That's what I meant. Asexual. Monogamy requires a sexual partner. Right? It doesn't mean you get to decide when he has pleasure. Right? Like, you're saying I get to decide I get to dictate when he's pleasured. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have it screwed up. Yeah. Mm. That, that's screwed up. That's a screwed up mentality. <laughs> I don't care what you say. That is effed up. But, look, you know, listen, you guys are the ones, you guys are the ones trying to pull this shit off. Shout out to JC says, Coach, have you ever picked up a midget? They heavy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've never picked up a midget. No. But they are bottom heavy, so be careful. I'm not sure, but they appear to be body heavy. Um, I think you're um I think you're assuming that <laughs> I'm not even gonna get into that conversation. Shout out to our brother Thomas Kelly. I'm rich, Thomas Kelly says, Coach, long time coach gang member since 2018. He says, Will we ever see a cap on child support? He says, when when um he says, I think me and we. We see Kevin Costner paying $120,000 a month. Do you still have the I Got Him Girl wedding video? No, I don't have it over here yet. I got him. 
I'm going to have to pull that out. I think we won't see a cap in California. And so um, if you're in California, I would try to tell you guys do not have children in California. Um, if you don't want to be a part of the child support calculator, there called the Diso Master. And guys, it's unfair. It's completely unfair to a lot of guys. But there are places where you can have a cap on child support. And I believe allegedly in the Brittany Renner case with the basketball player, PJ Washington, whatever state they were in, there was a cap. All right. So she thought she was going to get a lot more money than she actually did. And then got on the internet complaining that it's not that much money. Well, you think I'm getting a lot of money from him. It's not a lot. Well, it's, it's a lot, but it wasn't what you thought you were getting. All right. You thought you were going to get 12, $14,000 a month and you only got 3,400. So in that range, it should be a cap. But we have to understand and look at the child support system from both angles. And this is what we don't understand. Um, what we don't understand is, you know, for the most part, the Title IV-D structure of child support incentivizes judges to unfairly um, punish the male primarily or the primary breadwinner. In a sense, most W-2 wage slaves are going to be punished to the point where you cannot defend yourself. Thus, they have you in a bind in these outrageous and outlandish child support judgments are put forth because the the government the state gets matching funds from the federal government thus a lot of these matching funds go directly to the judges or to the judges retirement funds or to the state bar to keep this bullshit going while you can't defend yourself all right and so being a free man is going to be the best way possible to get around it but um if you did not pay child support um, if, if child support was not being paid out at the rate they're being paid out, women would overwhelmingly probably abandon their children. And we see this as proof is when the child's getting close to being off child support, she essentially abandons the child. Yeah, that's what happens. So once the child support's gone, she apparently abandons the child. She bad. Well, you need to go out. You need to move out. You need to go get a job. But the kid didn't need to go get a job before the child support was about to be abandoned, right? The kid didn't need to go out there and move out before the child support was about to run out. Now they, kid, now they want the kid to move to the father. Hey, you need to, you need to handle this man. This man's growing up. Move with your daddy when the child support's running out. So anyway, <laughs> Texas has limits. So Texas put a cap, 3,500 is the cap in child support for Texas. Age of Machine says Dateline. It says Miami... Dade Sheriff hospitalized due to shooting himself after an argument with, the, with his wife. Sometimes we pay in lead. Oh, man. Guys, do not shoot yourselves over women, right? All right, Sligo is the sauce says, love the comment on the rooftop video. Batman could not beat me to post this at all, at all. We're almost to the main event. Joshua Moon says, undertaker for the rooftop dating guy. Rooftop Korean, perhaps, or Filipino. JC says both of those munches will be the old man in the car. That old man in car. All right. He says never take out a portage. He says it has a 20% interest rate. All right. That means we're ready for said main event. Are you ready for this? As they say. Y'all ready for this? All right, let me change my header. For some reason, I'm not seeing it. Okay, I see it. I got a lot going on here. Housewives gone wild. Ladies and gentlemen, the first story I'm going to bring up 
is a housewife gone wild. I don't know what's going on here. You guys want traditional marriages. Traditional marriages are even struggling. They are always struggling. What you see when they're outside, what you see on Facebook is not what you see behind closed doors. And many Asian men and white men know this for sure. All right, they're dealing with the terror behind closed doors. Now, how do we know she's a terror? Well, let's take you to the first housewife here. And this woman's in a uh, Range Rover, as you can see right here. She's not even in the Range Rover Sport. She's in a massive Range Rover, and it says, Entitled Millionaire Karen meets karma after freeing, uh, fleeing from the police. I'll get it right. And let's go ahead and play the video. Freaking Thanksgiving. I just got a divorce. My step fucking car, daughter's please. not with me. Can you step out the car, please? What in the is the this? I'm trying to get home. Step out the car, please, ma'am. Yes, sir. What? No. They, no. What are you doing? Are you kidding me? Can somebody come to your car, please? No. I don't have anybody. Okay. You guys, please don't. I just got a divorce. I'm trying to move. Please don't do this. What are you doing? All right. Okay. So the woman's claiming, proclaiming she just got a divorce, which is common in the suburbs. The divorce rate is very high. Um, even if they stay married, they sleep in separate bedrooms. They're essentially divorced. And uh, this raspy voice, former party girl with the death leopard T-shirt on, pour some sugar on me, is going to act up. She got pulled over on Thanksgiving, and she doesn't want to get out. She starts making excuses about her getting a divorce, which is basically her just playing the victim. But it gets even worse. So she got a divorce from the most evil man ever. Uh, cry me a river. They're always the victim. Oh, I got a divorce from the most evil man ever. He was this. He was abusive. He did this. Pour some sugar on me in the name of love. And this is what happens when nerd white guys get money. They go and get them a made-up Millie Mouse muskrat. And uh, they parade her around like she's the most important. And she wears the pants. And the closet is all hers. My closet is downstairs in the garage. All right, you're trying to play house, and you ask it, you pick one of these uh, former party girls to marry. Probably the girl that went on 100 dates for 500 bucks. Let's continue. I'm moving in like a, two days. I need to get off this island. Please. I really, I'm sorry. You I just killed one of these people running. You know that? No, I did not. You could have killed one I didn't, people. wasn't anywhere near them. They told me to beat the people over here. I'll take care of the paper. Wow. Wow, bro. I mean, listen, this guy, the, she got a divorce from the most evil man. Really? Look at how she's acting, bro. Look at how she's acting, man. These housewives going crazy. <laughs> she's screaming. Um, okay, You're arresting me for... Careful. You can run. Careful. Please let me out. Please let me out. I live in a $3 million house right down the street. And you won't let me out of my neighborhood. Let me get your pepper spray. <laughs> about the pepper. If you do that. <laughs> so we laugh at this, guys. Guys, I'm telling you, these suburban guys, these suburban husbands deal with this shit on a regular basis, especially when she's on her Zoloft or her head meds or her alcohol or her wine. Do you know husbands put up with this shit? 
suburban husbands. So you look at the suburbs and be like, well, they are married, but these suburban dudes be putting up with this shit. And she's like, you didn't give me the right color Range Rover. <laughs> and this dude, for the first time of his life, is finally free of this crazy bitch. <laughs> All right, let's see her get pepper sprayed real quick. All right, here we go. But it's the man's fault, right? I'm going to pepper spray. If Dude, I live in a three million dollar house okay. down the street. Just hear Can me you up. write me up? Hear me this. My hear, daughter, hear, I'm gonna lose me. my daughter today. To All right, so I live in a three million dollar house. Just write me up. I'm above the law. Carefully. Look at this. If you kick the window, that's my head. I didn't spray. kick the window. Whatever you do, you bang your head in the window. Whatever. If you don't sit here properly, I'm going. How to long spray. are we doing this for? You've been born. Okay. How long has this been for? Until I'm done doing what I need to do, ma'am, all right? I'll come talk to you in a second. Okay, Look, I'm just... sorry. I didn't mean to endanger anybody with the police officer on the other... Apology accepted. But the guy on the other side told me to beat the runners over. Listen to me. Uh, like, I, I'm, I'm, this is hurting. I need, I need to bring it down. Listen. This is... Man, spray her already. Let me get to the point here. Let me let me move down here. Spray this bitch. I mean, I don't know the surface. Listen, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. No, like, I'm going to lose my daughter today, to too. Well. All right. Ah! You're killing me. <laughs> Yo, but they saying men are out here. Men, it's the men. This is so tight. I'm a resident of this neighborhood. Sprayer. I'm a resident of this neighborhood. Can I stand up? If you want me to adjust it for you, you gotta try. <laughs> oh my God, you're so tight. I'm trying to adjust. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> oh no, let me skip ahead here. Let me skip. Neighborhood. I'm a snow resident. I live in a three million dollar house with these assholes. Oh, got her. No, you cannot. Get back in the car now. Back in the car. <laughs> Pepper spray that bitch. Pepper spray her. <laughs> All right, look. This is how they acting, bro. This is how they be acting. And uh, they want to come out here and say how we so evil, bro. <laughs> Let's get the... I got to skip ahead here because this is a long video. Hold on for a second. Here she is coming out. I literally live on... Let me... Let me tell you this this also checks his car before and after the shift before and after when it gets inside all right you're the first person in this car for this shift there's nothing in the car do you have anything i have fingernails your... in in yeah. in your car okay. yes because i'm sorry <laughs> all right hold on let me go let me skip ahead here hold on for a second because it gets funnier there she is right there oh. all right uh, we need that we need to close down um she got her Thank she got her feet out all right, but this is not it, brother. It gets even funnier than this. All right, here we go right here. Here we go. I'm, I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying to... I, like, I would think I got frustrated trying to get off the island, which happens sometimes. I've lived here 14 years. I wasn't trying to put anybody in danger. I was trying to get to the gas station so I could get some coffee, so I could go home and shower and go get my daughter. I just got through a three-year divorce with the meanest person ever. All right. And so she's acknowledging that she's been through a three-year divorce, uh, but she's the one instigating the divorce. She probably filed and she probably drugged that shit out. All right. And so now she's worrying about losing custody, obviously being arrested, but let's continue. And 
Yeah, I haven't seen my daughter in three weeks. She's six and a half. And it and I get pepper sprayed twice and Did your uh how did your nails come off? Did they break? No, they're the glue on tight. Okay. Um I I'm my DJ on the weekends and I'm at Trist. Okay. And and they just pop off super like ghetto. Alright, hold on. <laughs> Not right of me to get mad I couldn't drive fast. I lost my career. Wait, you didn't Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Not right of me to get mad I couldn't drive fast. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you know. Unfortunately, I get pepper sprayed. Well, and my whole life ruined. It, your life isn't ruined. It's ruined. It, it really. I already isn't. lost my daughter. Uh, and my mom died. My dad died. I lost my career. Oh you Jesus! You said you didn't lose. All right. So as you can see, this is a uh, women play the victim really well. All right, she lost her life. Her life's ruined. This is depression. I'm depressed. My life's ruined. He ruined my life. I lost my mama. My mama and daddy died. I lost custody of my daughter. I got divorced. This is how they end up. And she out here just waiting for everybody to just give her a pass. White girl tears. Uh, this is quite common. Loser, because you're about to go see her, right? I lost custody. Okay. Well, because Judge Hellinger... It was biased, and I have to try the entire thing. Now, so after spending $800,000 on lawyers and accountants, I have to go right back in. All right, and so as you guys do, so she spent $800,000 trying to fight her husband tooth and nail for three years. She lost custody. Let me tell you, she did not lose custody. She got 50% custody. She didn't lose custody. I guarantee you she did not lose custody. She got 50-50 custody, which cut into her child support and cut into her money. She didn't get the ruling. She didn't get to screw him. So she got 50-50 custody. Again, now she wants to kill everybody, everybody running, running people down. And now her life is over because she got 50-50 custody. Guys, it gets funnier than this. Bear with me. It's been awful. I was just asking for them to be kind so I wouldn't have to ask any family members to get me from jail. I'm happy to go to any hearing or court whatever need be i'm i'm just i mean i don't i don't have anybody really to call to even come get me and she's not crying for real somebody said maury said she spent eight hundred thousand dollars of her husband's money exactly she didn't spend eight hundred thousand dollars of her money she spent hundred thousand dollars and by the way she didn't just say lawyer she said accountants meaning she hired forensic accountants to go after money that she did not get all right and so she's pissed here we go when you get out of here, your life isn't ruined. Your life isn't over. But your life I, is already ruined before I, you guys did this. What I do suggest is that you go find a really good therapist. I have 17 of them, girl. You All right. Somebody said, why is she being arrested? Well, it sounds like she blew through. Um, she was driving erratically. All right. In her neighborhood. Now, the cop says you should go find a therapist. She says, I have 17. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Wait, all oh, the humanity, brothers. Seventeen therapists. <laughs> this is why I don't side with therapy, because all you're gonna do is therapy shop. Seventeen therapists, and she done shopped around. This is what these people do. Wow. Hold up. I got 17 therapists. Court, whatever need be. I, I'm just, I mean, I don't, I don't have anybody really to call to even come get me. When you get out of here, your life isn't ruined. Your life isn't over. 
But Your life I, is already ruined before I, you guys did this. What I do suggest is that you go find a really good therapist. I have 17 of them, girl. You don't well, even know. They're not working then. No, they're not. Do yeah, it doesn't work. Remember, therapy is not supposed to work. If you're looking for it, for it to work, you're in it for the wrong reason. Like, it's there to treat. It's not there to cure. All right, but let's continue. Want to know why? Because I was tortured by a narcissist uh, and by the court system for three solid years. Well, it's these not, bad decisions. Keep it sounds like, uh, again, she's passing the buck. Therapy's clearly not working because she continues to blame the ex-husband. So let me go down here. Let me go down here. There's one more part I wanted to show you. These happy families. Well, well, my ex had cheated on me the entire time. Of course. It's been f***ed up. So, yes, this is a little oh, unraveling. I, I, this I, is I, not what I needed on Thanksgiving. No, I, I don't doubt it. But you guys don't care. You guys are well, taking me to jail. I, you know what, though? If I didn't care, I really don't have to stand here and talk to you. Why are you talking to me? Because I, I actually do care. Because maybe All I right. do. And I would what? like to see you come back from this. Let me go. Because my eyes were open. But a full-blown appeal on Judge Hellinger to have him f***ing removed. <laughs> oh, God. So she's on a crusade to get the judge removed in her case. Yeah. She gone. Why don't people acknowledge that this woman's crazy? She's crazy. All right? And people, women like this that use the courts to try to punish and try to figure out and get their, their thing. They're just spoiled brats. All right. And unfortunately you men are going to be put on the other side of this. If you're dealing with a crazy woman like this, there's nothing anyone can do. They can't stop them from using the system. The judges benefit from this and so forth. Now I got to play the final part of this clip. All right. Let me see if I can find it. Not. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. No, you're definitely treating me like no, you're being a colored person. All right, here it is. Oh, I, I here's her. All right, listen to this, guys. Now it gets worse. Yeah. You're treating me like one of those kids on a bike that drove up from, like, like the... the yeah. Well, now you're being ignorant. No, I'm, I'm really not. not. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. No, you're definitely treating me like no, you're being a colored person. Yep. You heard that, right? You treated me like a colored person. You're treating me like a colored person. You heard it right. You heard it right, guys. So again, these suburban wives, these wives, these they claim to not be racist, but they be racist. Wow. You're treating me like a colored person. It gets worse. Yep, you're treating me not like a white woman. That's for damn sure. Woo! The white woman entitlement. You're treating me not like a white woman. You're treating me not... How in the... What? Oh, man. Like the... Yeah. Well, now you're being ignorant. No, I'm really not. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. No, you're definitely treating me like no, you're being a colored person. Yep. Yep, you're treating me not like a white woman. That's for damn sure. Wow. This will be quite fun. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean? I mean, this is the white privilege that people talk about. Um, this is a woman who's saying, I should be treated above everyone else. Wow. And she's saying it like, you know, you're not treating me like I'm supposed to be treated. God dang. Wow. Let's continue. To appeal this in court, you took the white woman and pepper sprayed her on Thanksgiving. Hey, ma'am. Ma'am, um, your car's going to get towed. They're going to do inventory search. Is there anything of value inside the car? Is that a no? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to ask you again. I don't know. Your car's going to get towed, right? They're going to do inventory can, search. Can my car. ex go get the car? Uh, he's not answering the phone. Um, Can I give you another so, number? So, please. The, the tow truck is on the way. We gave you the opportunity before. They called the number. He's not answering. Um, so this off, the sergeant's going to do an um, inventory search of the vehicle. Is there anything of value in there? 
Now watch this. Now watch this. This video is a, that's a masterclass of women and manipulation. So they asked her, is there anything of value? They've already asked her several times. Now listen to this. No, there's a bunch of trash. Okay. That's it. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. I don't think there's value. The I do have um, a, a, a medical license. So like the um, marijuana. Uh, okay, is there anything in the car? Uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I think just my bowl's in there. Uh, uh, oh, 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 uh, uh, oh. So now she got marijuana. See, I'm telling you, man, this shit goes hand in hand. She's got mental health meds. She's a victim. She got white privilege. She's smoking weed and dope. She on mental head meds, Zoloft, crack, Xanax, alcohol. She's clearly drunk. And you guys, and I got a medication. Where's the coca, too? I'm sure there's coca in there as well. You going down for that. But of course, they weren't supposed to pull your white ass over, huh? So I'm telling you this shit. Now she's smoking bowls of weed. Oh, you cannot. I love it. This is California, I believe. Um, yeah, no, I have my card. Okay. You guys having fun this morning? Did I give you guys a whole bunch of entertainment today? So you guys can all like huddle around and talk about the crazy white woman that you pepper sprayed? On Thanksgiving, because you guys are pieces of shit. I can't wait to take you guys to court. Oh, we don't take you to court. After I blast you all over social media for taking down the white woman on Thanksgiving during the turkey trot with pepper spray, like pieces of shit you guys are. Yeah. Yeah, this is Dana Point, for most likely. Yay, tagging St. Pete Police Department. Oh, this is Florida, St. Petersburg. We got Florida. I mean, yeah, I definitely feel like a black dude who, like, rode his bike up from, like, the South Trail right now. What? Did you hear this, guys? Are you hearing this? Are you hearing this? St. Petersburg, Florida. Yay, tagging St. Pete Police Department. I mean, yeah, I definitely feel like a black dude who, like, rode his bike up from, like, the South Trail right now is how you're treating me. And actually, I live in a $3 million house down the street. Yeah? You guys are just jealous, too, because you guys make, like, $12 an hour. Probably sucks to be an officer. Ashley is my DJ name. D Ashley is my real name. Why are they using my DJ name right now? That's not my legal name. <laughs> she got a DJ name. Oh, my cool DJ card. Yeah, if there's a way you could write me up and not bring me all the way to jail, this has been one damn big lesson learned. Oh, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson now. If you can't take me to jail, don't take me to jail. I learned my lesson. Uh, I'm a white woman. <laughs> I'm a white woman, and I feel like a black guy. You're treating me like an un-American. You're treating me like a low-class citizen black guy who rode his bike up the trail, and she a DJ. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, man, be careful. He says, ain't the cops white? I think one was Asian, but yeah, she don't care. She's trying to use everything to get out of it. Wow. Man. And she zooted too. She probably drunk as well, but I'm not giving her a pass as to her behavior. This is her. This is who they really are when they, when they abuse substances. So let's take you to this story, story right here. A, a wonderful marriage. A wonderful married couple, couple. They live in Georgia and they have a house in the Bahamas. But apparently enough wasn't enough. She lives in a million dollars house. We're actually going to look at her Instagram. But it says right here, Georgia woman arrested in the Bahamas or in Bahamas, an alleged plot to delete her former Auburn football player husband. 
we were just talking about the evil that women do. Uh, but peep, I, listen, I'm never going to forget this story. A Georgia mother of three, a former pageant queen, has been arrested in the Bahamas for allegedly plotting to delete her estranged husband or former Auburn University football player, according to reports. Her name, let's say her name, Lindsay Shriver, age 36, was caught when Bohemian police stumbled up on, a, uh, on her alleged scheme to delete her husband, Robert Shriver, age 38, while they were investigating a completely different case. Two men, Terrence Bethel, probably a ninja, identified by the outlet as uh, Lindsey Shriver's lover or Shriver. So we got a ninja here and in the Bahamas going to the house to clap cheeks. And a guy named Farron Newbold were also arrested in the alleged hit scheme. Local police unearthed text messages that detailed the plot while they were searching the phone of a suspected burglar at Grabber's Bar and Grill in Great Guinea, K, in the Bahamas earlier this month. It, is immediate, it wasn't immediately known whether Shriver, Bethel, or Newball owned the phone. Robert and Lindsay Shriver own a house in the Bahamas near where she met her alleged lover, Bethel, a source familiar with the case told the Thomasville Times Enterprise, of course. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Shriver, Robert Shriver, who was a snapper for the Auburn Tigers University football team from 2006 to 2008, had filed for divorce when he learned his wife was involved in a romantic relationship with Bethel. The outlet added, mm. right? Oh, Lord. All right, and so there it is. We're going to talk about this presentation of the suburban housewife, right? Um, and we're going to look at her Instagram because for all intents and purposes, guess what's happening? She's portraying one thing, but she's the evil that women do. All right, and uh, she getting cheeks clapped. It's a WhatsApp WhatsApp messages found by law enforcement allegedly show the plot Lindsay and the two men had planned to take out her husband. And there's the wonderful family. The kids are not in the picture. They're in the picture, but their faces are blurred. So here you got the wonderful household, the wonderful family. We're just a suburban family. We love what about love. And this woman's got a black man, <laughs> a bohemian man. Clapping the hell out of her cheeks, getting the BBC ran through. And also, um, he out here fronting the bill. And when she got caught, she said, if he dies, he dies. All right, uh, let's continue down, going down. There he is. This is the, th I think this is the husband when he played for Auburn. So um, for all intents and purposes, you would say top tier man, big man on campus, access, status, and whatnot. She was also a beauty queen pageant as well. Uh, pageant, there's the, there's the marriage photo right there. He thought he won, but he lost. Lindsay Shriver, who was named Miss Houston County in 2005 and finished second in the National Peanut Festival pageant that year, according to the outlet, allegedly paid a would-be hitman to carry out the deletion of her husband, uh, filed for the split. After he filed, it says after their arrest, Lindsay, Bethel, and Newbold were transported from Guinea to the Caribbean capitals, um, Nassau. Sorry for the reading. They appeared in court Friday, but were not 
required to enter a plea. The trio will be back in court October 5th. And there she is right there. Lindsay's Instagram account reveals that the couple met during a fitness class at Auburn University in 2007. And let me tell you, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And it's all Jermaine Fox. It's always Jermaine Fox. It's not a matter of if, it's not, it's a matter of when. So thankful for that fitness class, she says, 13 years ago, that brought us together and all the love, laughter, and life we have created ever since. I love you, babe. I love you, baby. Cheers to many more. Lindsay wrote in the caption of a 2020 post with an array of photos, one of which features them on their wedding day. After his career with Auburn University, Robert signed with the Atlanta Falcons as a free agent, but was cut before the start of the 2009 season. He is listed as the executive vice president of Senior Life Insurance Company in Thomasville, Georgia. All right, so there you go right there. The guy probably, he's, he's an EVP. He's executive vice president. He's top tier guy. They're making money. She's out in the Bahamas getting her cheeks clapped. And he files for the divorce after he caught that bitch. All right, so he caught her. Uh, there, there is the wonderful family right there. Look at the wonderful family. And I don't want to show the kids, but unfortunately, this is where we at. And guys, I want to get married. Oh, we got more photos. Oh, sorry. I don't want to show these kids. We got more photos. I'm going to show you their Instagram here. Wonderful Karen. We got toehead kids. We got the blonde woman. We got the hair. Beautiful pictures. Suburban household. Let's show you the Instagram. Let's go take you to the gram. Oh, there they are. They're going to church. St. Patricia's of the pillow. All right, right there. They're in church. They got their Easter outfit on. They going hunting, fishing, loving every day. All right, and there's the Instagram right here. So her Instagram account should be still active. And uh, not a lot of people commenting on the post, but this is her Instagram account. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. There's the loving family right there. <laughs> yeah, they got, all got bad haircuts. Look, popcorn, going to the movies. She a tennis club. She going to the country club. She in somebody's marriage right there. Oh, oh, look, kids playing soccer and shit. All right, we want a summer camp. We got the boat. Husband bought the boat in the Everglades. We got the basketball game over here. Look, we dressed up for Christmas and shit. <laughs> we on vacation in the Bahamas, and she cheating on the ninja. Oh, girls' nights out over here. Girls' nights out. Out with the girls. I bet you all these girls knew. I bet you all these girls knew she was getting her cheeks clapped in the Bahamas. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? Country club, tennis club. She playing UT, USTA events. We at the football game, tailgating. War Eagle. All right, we at the football game. Look, oh, we got our Vineyard Vines outfit on. We just basic housewives. We just mothers and wives. Look at me doing the flip. Getting cheeks clapped. All right. Yes, indeed. Look, oh, we got the 4th of July. Decorate the golf cart for the community. Oh, boy. All right. We got the fam lamb and we got our family. Nana. <laughs> Nana and the kids. We're so in love. Vineyard Vines outfit. Uh-huh. Going to Vineyard Vines. Oh, look at the Easter. Oh, we got the ski trip. Got the ski trip. We're going skiing with the family. We're in Whistler, Vail, Colorado. All right. There we go. All right, we're on our private plane. 
All right, we're going camping, glamping, glamping. Oh, I'm a mother, wonderful mother. I love my kids. And guess what? The husband got to die. The husband got to die. The husband cannot live like, look at this house, man. Look at this house, fam. The husband got to die. Because he cheating. Oh, he got life insurance. You know he got life insurance because he worked for a life insurance company. All right. Look at this big ass house, big ass Christmas tree. He got to die. <laughs> All right. Yep. Going hunting, fishing, and loving every day. All right. Yeah. Ninja got to die, man. He can't live on. Give me my kids, man. Kill this man. <laughs> all right, look. He done provided all this shit. Look at this. Look at this big ass house, man. Look at this house. Oh, he got to die. Nope. It's a $3.5 million house. Look, vacation. Look at all this shit he paid for. All this shit he paid for. And look, they're going to, oh, wait, they, where they at? Vacation mode. He paid. Look at his goofy ass. Look at his ass. That goofy ass smile. And guess what? Ninja clapping the hell out of them cheeks. Going deep, hitting that bottom. Hitting that bottom. All right, she a Trumper too. All right, yes. Yeah, hunting, fishing, hunting, fishing, loving every day. <laughs> oh man, yikes! And and here's the thing about this. Here's the here's the, yep. He abusive. He's controlling. Why they do him that way, Coach? I'm telling you, insatiable spirits. So if this woman had nothing in life, she would just. She would be as happy with everything in life. She's the same happy. The same as a broke bitch will cheat on you. A rich bitch will cheat on you too. <laughs> There's no happiness. They're not in a state of happiness. They're insatiable. You can provide them with the world. And they'll really sit back and think, is this the best I can do? I can do better than this shit. It's all a barrage. Don't believe that the suburban marriages are healthy and the ghetto marriages are not. Don't believe that the middle-class marriages are happier than the poor, poor people. Look, he got the side-by-side. -side. This ninja out here spending mad money. They in Montana. They up in the big sky. Look, hunting, fishing, loving every day. Look at this shit. Bruh, you can't, you can't do enough. There's not enough. Ladies, uh, if you're in here, please tell me you're not like this. Not all women. Look at him. He's taking on fly fishing. He didn't get the kids everything. He's spending all his money. He got the whole plan. Look, where they at here? They in Montana? I don't know where the hell they at. And he then took Ariel the kid. Where are they at here? All right. And she going to find a way. She's going to find a way to make this shit about her when she was out here cheating. Man, I'm telling you, man, with American women, with American women. You can't win. Can't win. Can't win. What? like, what did he do? <laughs> okay, how bad could it have been? Well, you don't know. He was beating her up every day. How bad could it have been? With what he provided. The guy don't look like he... The guy don't look like he got any balls. All right, pause. Let me see if I can add another detail to this one. Uh, let me see if I can find the guys who uh, was clapping them cheeks. Oh, they don't have a picture of him. 
Yep. Uh, one more. Let me check one more thing. Yeah, they don't have a picture. They don't have a picture of the guy. All right. Oh, and they're a Christian too. Christians. He is risen. All right. She claims to be a Christian as well. So, guys, there's no formula anymore. There used to be a formula. Ladies, there used to be a formula where the hose was over here and the housewives were over here. There's no formula anymore. So, let me show you. He is risen right there. Christian. He is risen. And they got their Easter outfit. Man, there's no formula anymore. I don't know, man. He worked hard. Uh, somebody says, what? Why were you looking to see if he had any? Had any what? But anyway, man, it's hard to distinguish out here. It's getting hard. Imagine you work that hard, and then all of a sudden, it's all gone. Just like that. And you find out she's trying to kill you. <laughs> all right, let me get to these super chats. Unbelievable. Shout out to the housewives going wild out here, guys. Man, protect your neck. Protect your neck out here. They making it. They making it hard out here for you. You got vacation house in the Bahamas and she getting her cheeks clapped by Tyrone. What are we doing? Save yourself out here. These people out here just dirty. King of Space says, Coach, I saw something on the news the other day that Callie is supposed to eliminate child support soon. Interesting. Uh, Won't be in time for me, but um, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. I'm I'm interested to see that. Rob Marine says, my side, my side, Kaylee, is in the Dominican Republic and told me her friends who are teachers left their wedding rings at the house and the reason why they are going back to her house after the trip. Man, it's too much. You know, this is kind of biblical as well. That women have already kind of existed in the streets. Is anybody? Wait. Is any, wait. In these streets. Women have kind of experienced the streets so that when you marry them, from they'll return back to the streets. So, man, it's a hard, it's a hard thing for me to wake you up. But I need to wake men to, uh, uh, men to wake up. Like, thinking that these women won't cheat on you and do you dirty, delete you, have a man delete you. Thinking that they won't concoct a crazy story like this, you're weird. You're weird. You're more weird than I. Now, is this happening? Like, how do you determine that how much is this happening? You cannot. The only time you hear these stories mostly is when I tell you them. If you never heard these stories, you would not believe that women could do uh, any harm to a man. Catfish A says, excited to join your Patreon tomorrow. Rents due. We almost there. Your rents due, motherfucker. By the way, my Patreon, the the Money Mindset Patreon, has at least forty to fifty videos. You're already getting an incredible value just joining. Not to mention the videos that are coming forward, right here. Hodge says, "Coach, we got to clip that screaming chick." <laughs> With that right there, Agent Machine says, "Until men can check women," he says, "They think." They have a license to act like this. They do. Um, they used to have a way to treat this, ladies. Uh, ladies, are you still here? They used to have a way to treat this. Um, they used to have a doctor come in, an old doctor, an old man. Um, and I can't show it on YouTube. But they used to have, uh, uh, first of all, they would slap you. <laughs> but then they would control the hysterical uh, nature of you. Then they also would do some treatment. They would put you on a machine or they would give a machine and give you sli- uh, stimulation 
to the clitoris um, to calm you down. There's a funny machine that um, you guys don't know. Uh, I don't know if I can show it on YouTube, but they would they would actually give you stimulation to your. <laughs> uh, give you that lobotomy. They would actually do that, and they were like they would they would say she's hysterical. Yeah, they were hyster- that she's in the stereo. But if you don't know, um, hysterectomy hysterectomy is this only associated with women. So if you say a person's hysterical. They're associating that with female behavior, not male. You can't say a male is hysterical. So uh, when a woman gets a hysterectomy, that's associated to their anatomy, right? So they would treat them for hysteria, and they would give them a vibrator, and the doc with no gloves on (laughs) would say, all right, get up in the chair. They put them in the stirrups, and then they go in there. The doctor be like, "Uh, this is for you, not me. And they give them that massage. Look it up. I mean, you know what? I'm going to do this because y'all don't believe me. All right, let me see here. I have to do this. Treated hysteria. This is what the doctors used to do here. Let me see here. Uh, th- look, I'm going to just show it right here. I'm going to just show it right here. Because this is Google. I, I wasn't prepared to show it, but I'm going to show it for you guys. Look, during the late 1800s through the early 1900s, physicians administered pelvic massages involving clitoral stimulation by early electronic vibrators as treatment for what they call female hysteria. Now, listen. Mm. (laughs) All right. Uh, Doctors, I don't know. Doctors, are you guys doing this now, you engineered doctor ninjas out here? And it's all Jermaine Fulton. It's always Jermaine Fulton. Nah, they got them vibrators on them. Put that vibrator on her. They like, put put that on her thing right there. Put that right there. (laughs) <laughs> they like put 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 that thing on that little that little oyster that little clam open that clam up and put it on that little that little right there put it on that button right there and see what she do see what she do she get the <laughs> stop acting funny <laughs> this is real look people think I'm lying I'm telling you right here oh I can't show you that this is real deal they used to put that thing on that button right there they used to put that thing on her. <laughs> Yep, that's a known fact. People don't know. People don't know. They be like, "Oh, she needed let me let me let me let me release that demon. Let me release that demon on her. Come on, come on up here, girl. Come on up here, gal. You went a little hysterical. Come and put you on that thing. All right, get your leg up right there. Put it. Put 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 open the open that up. Open that clam up right there. Open that clam up. We gonna put it on that. Gonna put it on that. We gonna put it on that pearl. We gonna put it on that pearl right there. Put he. All right. No gloves either. No gloves. Doctor came in. Nah, we don't need no gloves. Right there. Yeah, she might squirt on a little bit right there. Yeah, put the plastic down right there. Push on that. Push on that little. Push on that little uh pearl thing right there. All right. And the girl be like, "Ooh, she go back to her husband. All right, she gonna be good to you. She gonna act right." She going to act right. She got that act right juice all spread around the office, but we good right there. And yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, you know, it's the, her, her balance off just a little bit. Can you check her balance a little bit? Yeah, make sure you don't you give her about 72 hours and uh, leave her alone up there. Give her a little bit of, uh-huh, indeed. Yeah, that'll, that'll calm her down. She'll start acting right for you. She'll start acting right. <laughs> 
He like, uh-huh. Yeah. She was she was good. She, you know, she we had to tie her down a little bit, but now she's gonna be good. Yo, man. Hey man, look, people gonna think this is reprehensible. <laughs> now they just give her medication. What's wrong with her? Just give her a little bit of this over there. Just pour that in her thing right there. All right, man. Boy, this is reprehensible behavior, by the way. Science is science. Shout out to Ghost J says, whether broke or rich, XXs will cheat. Thank you, coach. We proved it. We proved it. You rich, you taking care of her, and she's still out there cheating on you, bro. You ain't got no. In these streets. <laughs> All right. Shout out to my man, Christopher A. She collected therapists like Pokemon, man. Just out here collecting them. Unknown user says, coach, this lady needs to be admitted. We need straight jackets, man. We need it. Yeah, I think people out here are crazy. I think they crazy. But men can't do nothing about it, man. We can't do nothing. All right. It's crazy out here. What are we doing? Like straight jacket. Agent Machine says, until men, wait, until men can check women, they have a license to act like this. The RNO Lou says, shout out to you, coach. I'm not a free. I'm not a free agent since I'm in a long-term relationship, but the message you give cannot be refuted. Just donating funds. He says men are, and men stay free, right? Men stay free. So you cannot dispute my message. Uh, you can, might be like, well, you're cherry picking. How am I cherry picking? These are stories that are hitting the news waves, but people ain't covering them. I covered them. Shout out to Coach Sipping Jabba Juice out of a straw says, it's hard to tell the 304s from the housewives now. But then again, I just put an order for a 1950s book, Peyton Place. So maybe it's secretly always been this way. Yeah. But we live in a society where we have revisionist history. So we often reflect back to the 50s and the 50s and the 80s and the 90s. But we had bullshit back then. Women was on some bullshit. But the biggest thing between now and then is that women can blame men much easier for them making mistakes. So if they cheat, it's the guy's fault. Well, you pushed me into his arms and you didn't hold me and you weren't touching me and you were spending too much time at work. And, and even though we had all of this, I can't under, right? We have that. We also don't have shame. We also have women living their first uh, 10 years of adulthood getting throttled. Then turning that into the wife card. And that's you. All of those things were looked frowny. Uh, that, that was frowned upon. Could not get away with that. They used to say you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. That came from the 50s and 60s. Now, women did that, and they were ostracized. A woman has an affair. She didn't get a chance to divorce grape the husband. She lost. Right? Same as the husband. You have an affair, that's it. Scarlet letter. Where are we at here? Macaroni Tony, it's funny, funny that you just dropped the RVD on us. He says, because one of his slogans was, I'm the whole effing show. He says, and that aligns with your strings perfectly. He says, you're quick with it, man. Hey, man, I'm going to steal that one here. I'm the whole effing show. All right, that's going to be our new one. Shout out to RVD. Josh Cavern says, after you read chapter uh, Coach's three books, looking forward to the blue chip mindset, make sure you read why. Women deserve less by Dr. Dr. Myron Gaines. He says, these books are essential for men today. The earlier you get your hands on these the better off you will be. Thank you for uh, supporting right there and letting the message be known. And I think we've come to the conclusion of today's show. Let me check the, uh, the contributions. Yo, we got it, man. We got it. Uh, so go love your mother. 
Go love your girlfriend. Go love who you need to love, but get your love, but also protect yourself at all times in the ring. Shout out to the coach gang and go out there and go get some money for yourself. What's yours is yours and what's hers is yours as well. Shout out to the coach gang and hit the like button on the way out. And I'm going to find a way to get out of this show for some reason. I can't find the buttons fast enough, but we out of here. Peace.